It's time to watch your favorite TV program. Hit record on your VHS player. Tune in your NES and join Alan Price and Chris Vint with their views as we deploy Operation RetroShock. everybody and welcome to a special edition of Operation Retroshock, a bonus episode for Wrestlemania season. Wrestlemania baby, yeah! I'm Alan Price and as you could hear there shouting in the background is my co-host Chris Finn. Yeah, it's Wrestlemania time Al, I am pumped. Let's do it! <laughs> is that fake or are you really excited? No, if I had ropes here I would shake them out of Ultimate Warrior. You haven't got the build though to be totally honest. <laughs> That's fine, okay. Oh, I make you sad. You make me sad. I make him sad. But hey, what can you do? Well, it's WrestleMania season. Everybody's favourite season, if you're a wrestling fan, of course. If you're not, what's wrong with you? But um, we're going to do something special for WrestleMania. Hence this wee bonus episode, which uh, we think is going to whet your appetites for the... Uh, appetite? Appetite. <laughs> Appetite for WrestleMania 26 that is going to be happening the night this goes out. So if you're listening to it after, sorry, hope you missed the, hope you got to the pay per view. But you know, what can you do? But our uh, main segment of the show is going to be a run through. Yes, now you'll think this is going to be long winded, but we're going to well, get. Well, no one else it probably will be quite long winded yeah. because we'll go like, yeah, we'll keep it short, we'll keep it sweet. But then there's going to be something on these what. 25 WrestleManias that all uh, something all leap out at us. Yeah, as you've heard, Chris kind of give it away. We are going to try our best to keep it quick and keep it flowing to cover every single WrestleMania to date. Um, probably cover just a match per pa- per pay per view itself, um, so we don't hang around all day. But uh, that's the first thing we're going to do, it's going to be the main segment, and then uh, after that we are going to cover WrestleMania 26, the matches that are occurring as we are doing this show at the moment, um, what we think may happen in those matches, and uh, who we think is going to win the matches, such as you know Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, but we'll leave that to later. Um, I'm going to be in charge of WrestleMania 1-5. <laughs> Uh, Chris is going to be following on after that and then we're going to work it that way so uh, we'll get stuck into it shall we? Yes we shall indeed So we'll come back with Wrestlemania 1 after the break It began here and it would change our world As the vision grew we cheered it on. I never thought it could be done, Gorilla. Stood in awe. Irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Held onto our seats. History has been made. And gave up our hearts. The boyhood dream has come true. We watched with utter disbelief. Oh, he won't do the foul. I can't believe my eyes. Stunned silence. The often error has begun. And sheer amazement. Oh my God. But above all, We've been inspired 
and enriched by the vision. What's up, folks? You are listening to Operation Retroshock with crazy cool Chris Vent and awfully awesome Alan Price. If one of your favorite retro memories happens to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then by all means, check out Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk on PopCultureNetwork.com. Every week we get reacquainted with old friends from the original Playmates TMNT toy line. Fab Four fans new and old won't be sorry for checking it out. That's Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk, and you can only find it on PopCultureNetwork.com. Something that you live for, that you sacrifice for, that you give everything to without blinking an eye. WrestleMania. That's my passion. My passion. The thing you dream about. But what you do makes you who you are. And welcome back from the break. As we were saying, we are going to be covering WrestleManias 1 through 25. Um, not in their entirety, luckily, but uh, a match here and there. So uh, I'm going to kick us off by mentioning WrestleMania's highlight match, as uh, it has went down in history as Mr. T. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know why I'm going to match your man, I don't know. No, no. Shut up, fool. Shut You're up, not fool. doing that right, fool. Match man, don't talk like that, fool. <laughs> but uh, it's Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus the Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yes. This is the one you always see in the intro videos to WrestleMania and the like, Hogan and Mr. T walking down the corridor. Yeah, with... Um Oh, who was with them? <laughs> Chris isn't doing well in his knowledge today, but uh, it's the whole thing of... Uh, oh, Jimmy Superfly Snicker. Okay, fair and enough. Then, he, got, he got there, everybody. He yeah. got there. And then Bob uh, Orton with Roddy Piper. Bob Orton. Bob Orton, what a legend. Yes. Sure, he had. He did well. At least he at least he had an offspring that has done well. Yes, that's true. That's the main thing, and hasn't wear, had to uh, wear a cast his entire career, even though they tempted it. Well... But uh, this match, obviously uh, known for as well, the special enforcer. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Fruit like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> I don't know why I keep talking like this. Never <laughs> lie. <laughs> but uh, I know we're get- getting a wee bit random with that, but what can you do? Um, basically, famous match for it breaking down towards the end. All hell breaking loose. Muhammad Ali jumping in, your Bob jumping in. Everybody was getting involved. Yeah. And of course, Mr. Hulk Hogan came to the rescue of the whole thing. Yeah. Indeed. Um, picked up the victory there as Hulk Hogan did on many occasions at WrestleManias. Um, that there pretty much uh, started the the wrestling revolution, so to speak, with the rock and roll wrestling. You know, with Cindy Lauper and all that jazz when WrestleMania won. So. 
WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania 2. Is there any notable mentions of WrestleMania 1 at all? WrestleMania mentions. Well, you have uh, Mr. T was backstage with um, boxing legend Joe Frazier, and uh, it was them and the Heidi Kid talking backstage, which was a bit of an odd one. I must admit. Oh, that's the one that Piper shaves his hair then, yeah, and one of the segments uh, of Piper's pit. Yeah, because it shows you the whole later in the night, um, the Mr. T, Roddy Roddy Piper, the whole history package and what went on with them, obviously, with um, WrestleMania number one, that's came oh, through okay. to Piper versus Mr. T yep. in this one. Um, then, of course, just to skip to um, the main event, we have Hulk Hogan again Brother. in a steel cage match for the WWF Championship. Sorry, it's WWF. WWF. Yeah. Censor that, yeah. Steel cage match for the WWF Championship versus King Kong Bundy. Yeah, with the big blue um, steel bars on it and stuff. But of I course, that cage. of course, WrestleMania two emanated from three different arenas. If three different said. arenas. Yeah, yep. Los Angeles Sports Arena, Chicago's Rosemont Horizon, and the New York's Nassau Coliseum. There we go. There we go. The only time it's ever happened in WrestleMania history. Yep. So it has. Yep. But um, we're now we'll jump on to WrestleMania three. Gee, I wonder what's the most memorable one about that. Yeah, I've, I'm trying to think as well. And well. There's two. There's two I can think of. Well, yeah, one involves again another person called Hulk Hogan. Yeah, another one uh, mentions uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yep, the Intercontinental Title match between those two. Yeah. Still considered one of the greatest matches in history. Yep. Um. But again, the match that nearly unfortunately slightly stole the show from Ricky and Randy was Hulk Hogan versus Andre. Yeah. Because, Chris, and you can say the immortal world words, it was the slam. I heard around the world. Yeah. Hulk Hogan power slamming Andre the Giant yep. and beating Andre and knocking him off his feet for what was considered the first time it never happened before yep. in Andre's career. And the whole sad, you know, Andre going away from the ring in the gondola and all that sort of stuff. With yeah, Bobby Bobby Heenan, and all. yeah. Um, that's the key memorable point from obviously WrestleMania 3. WrestleMania 4, March 27th, 1988. From Trump Plaza, Mr. Trump. Yep. So held in WrestleMania 4 and 5, if I'm correct. Exactly. It was the, that's another first and only. Yeah, that's been held. It's in the same place. Yeah, but on two consecutive Wrestlemanias yep, two consecutive Wrestlemanias um, this Wrestlemania obviously uh, famous for the tournament that yes, went down yep. for the WWE Championship the Invitational Battle Royal started the show and then it kicked off into the key tournament which um, was involving one of my favourites swindling his way to the final Mr. Ted DiBiase Oh, I didn't think he was in it at all. You know, Ted DiBiase's just an instantly forgettable character. Don't you dare say that. I'll oh. punch you in the <laughs> face. But, uh, yeah, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase makes his way through the entire competition of the final against, and I'm going to do it again, Oh yeah, Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> we bit seductive at the end there. <laughs> but, uh... That fantastic match, two veterans yep. going at it. But uh, as always, 
Mr. DiBiase. Coming short. Yeah, true. true. Me, cry, me cry now. No, me that's okay. Don't worry. And like we were saying, next year the fall is April 2nd. Also from Trump Plaza, WrestleMania 5. This was another one that was a weird one. It was the handicap match for the tag team champions championships. So it was it was Demolition versus the Powers of Pain and Mr. Fuji. Haha, <laughs> 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 Mr. Fuji. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not I'm not being racist or anything like that. Don't worry. Um, the Intercontinental title match in the card was Ravishing Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, not a highly <laughs> ravishing. Yeah, not a highly memorable match that one. If anything to go by it <laughs> I, I think I'll rescue him here yeah um, but another one of your favourites was in action that night Bad News Brown <sighs> was in action versus Mr. Hacksaw Jim Duggan yeah oh Bad News Brown who if you want in modern day terms just look at uh, Ezekiel Zeke. Jackson Zeke, yeah. there you go that's Bad News Brown <laughs> yes and you also had not uh, on this pay-per-view Red Rooster versus Bobby Bobby the Brain. What? <laughs> Terrific Terence Taylor, the Red Rooster. Oh, dear, I know. <sighs> then, um, we go on to WWE Championship match, which was the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Mr. Brother Brother Hulk Hogan. Yeah, when the mi- mega powers exploded. They go boom. Yeah, they do go boom. But, um, um, Chris, it's over to you to take control of WrestleMania 6 to uh, WrestleMania 11. Okay, well, WrestleMania 6, obviously remembered for one thing, title versus title, champion versus champion. The first time the WWF and the Intercontinental Champion met for, met in the ring at the same time, both titles up for grabs, whoever won was the undisputed champion of the world. It's batted around um, too much nowadays saying undisputed, you know, Intercontinental Champion, undisputed this, undisputed tag team. Um, first time those two actually collided, um, face versus face edge being in the crowd for that yes that's, as well. that's the key part for um, and just uh, Ultimate Warrior um, winning the match not really one of my highlights because with me being such a Hulk Hogan <laughs> fan um, you have some other things there um, like you have Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire uh, Dusty Rhodes a bit of bopping the funky like a monkey <laughs> versus the Macho Man and the Macho you can, you can King. Tell, you can tell where you can tell where Dusty fans are. Yeah, Macho it? King, Randy Savage, and Sensational Sherry. Uh, then we move on to the Los Angeles Sports Arena for WrestleMania Seven. Seven, huh? yeah. Uh, some great matches in here. Uh, the main match for me on this is the career-ending match in Macho King, Randy Macho Savage King. versus the Ultimate Warrior. Um, and Macho Man actually loses that one and we also see the debut of a certain person called The Undertaker is he is he, is he famous didn't really do much no didn't no, do much no, with uh, Wrestlemania at all no, so at all. Um, <laughs> uh, he uh, beat uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker and uh, you have some other people um, like you have uh, Virgil yeah, Virgil, I love him. <laughs> With uh, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper versus the Million Dollar Man, no, Teddy Biasi. And the main event of the match, again, the uh, for the seventh straight WrestleMania, was Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Um, Slaughter! <gasps> okay, gotta stop the impression. I really gotta stop doing it. I'm getting into the WrestleMania season, you have to give me it. Okay, well, um, Sergeant Slaughter, of course, the Iraqi sympathizer, um, actually want the 
they actually wanted him to set the American flag on fire and he said no but I'll set the next best thing which was the Hulk Hogan shirt and he actually got more heat no pun intended for that than he probably did for doing the American yeah. flag uh, next Wrestlemania was uh, April 5th 1992 one of my favourite Wrestlemanias the first Wrestlemania I watched Wrestlemania 8 which was covered obviously in the last yep. show in yep. depth so yep. if you haven't heard that episode go back and listen to it yep um, main event on that well there was two main events um, which was uh, Ric Flair the champion Ooh. at the time versus Macho Man Randy Savage and Sid Justice Ooh. I am the man uh, versus Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan's in inverted comes yeah. last An- match another retirement supposedly yes but yeah again that was the last match on the card where we saw the return for the ultimate warrior he looked a lot different than what he did (laughs) just a bit (laughs) then um, Wrestlemania 9 which was held in Caesars Palace the first outdoor Wrestlemania um, saw the debut of Jim Ross as a commentator in a toga Uh, highly forgettable that (laughs) um we also saw the um, Bobby and the Camel as well. Wasn't yep. There? We also saw the pay-per-view, um, re- the WrestleMania debut. Sorry, of uh, the narcissist Lex Luger. He was facing Mr. Perfect. Lex Luger. No, he didn't talk like that. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> not as many matches on this card as there is the other ones. Yeah, um, you start you start to find that the further you go, you know, it picks up a wee bit again later on. Yeah. But they start to become shorter and shorter. Yeah, I mean, one match was. Um, saw Hulk Hogan with Brutus the Barber Beefcake against uh, Money Inc so it was Money Inc versus the Mega Maniac the main event of the match was Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji again against Bret Hitman Hart Uh, Bret Hart who was the WWF champion at the time loses against Yokozuna uh, gets blinded with assault. Hulk Hogan comes down to help him. Mr. Fuji says, "You beat my Yokozuna, you win championship." Hulk Hogan does so, becomes the champion, unsanctioned just match. Like that. Yeah, just <laughs> like that. So next, we move on to WrestleMania 10, held in Madison Square Garden. Um, we have various matches here. Some of them aren't the best, to be honest. Now, this is the one that had the ladder match for the Intercontinental. Intercontinental Championship Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon or as a lot of people said Shawn Michaels went out and had a match with a ladder hey yo I'm sorry okay. I can't help it and this was the time as well that we had two WWE Championship matches so we had Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji against Lex Luger the special guest ref there was Mr. Perfect and then the other one was Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji against Bret Hart and the special guest referee there was you don't know <laughs> you should know <laughs> sorry was, you caught me off guard it was hot rod Roddy 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 Piper. Yes. Um, so that uh, that was good but the latter match was the most memorable one from that Wrestlemania 10 um, if you were to say to anyone about Wrestlemania 10 that's the first thing they would say was Shawn Michaels went out and had a match with the ladder and Riz Rome just happened to be there <laughs> he happened to tag along yeah so it would have been better if Shawn Michaels had just had the match with the ladder itself well, I suppose, actually, sorry, some people will take offence at that. I'll, yeah, true. I'll take that back. Yeah, you retract that. So, um, WrestleMania 11 um, saw the Intercontinental Championship defended again. Razor Ramon fighting Jeff Jarrett, double J. So, no TNA music here. Again, if you're a Jeff Jarrett oh, fan, if you're a Jeff Jarrett sorry, fan, you can go back to episode one and listen to our commentary to do with the Jeff Jarrett DVD. Um, main event here was Bam Bam Bigelow against Lawrence Taylor. Who was the? Wait, no, sorry, this isn't the Flintstones. No, Um, who was the American football player, if memory serves? I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of American football. We're probably going to get beat up by some of the guys in pop culture, but you know, 
Yeah. We're, it's not big in the UK, even though we have a yeah. one-off match every season. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So you have uh, Bret Hart against Bob Backlund in an I Quit match. And lastly, one of noticeable mention was Owen Hart and Yokozuna versus Smoking Guns. I think that's whenever Owen Hart um, unveiled Yokozuna as his tag team partner. Um, hell of a team. Yeah, hell of a team indeed. Hell of a surprise too. <laughs> so that was WrestleMania 11 from April 2nd, 1995. And now it's over to WrestleMania 12. WrestleMania 12, uh, March 31st, 1996. From the Arrowhead Pond now known as the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. I know that fact because they're my ice hockey team, Anaheim Ducks, just me being sad. But um, this is famous for the big part of it, with Sean coming down from the roof on the zipline. Oh yes, yes, after Vincent Donald himself apparently. Yeah, supposedly Vincent Donald himself, but um, who knows. Also else on the card was the Hollywood backlot brawl. Cool. <laughs> gold. Yes, Goldust versus the Hot Rod Rowdy Piper. That was a weird match. Yeah. Goldust trying to run him down with a car. Yeah, that. plus the fact that a lot of that, you know, them on the highway and stuff was all based to do with OJ Simpson mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I was taking all Mickey out of that. Yes. Yeah, uh, dear. Also on the card, we had our first. This was supposedly meant to be a big match for a certain someone called Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Savio Vega. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Stone Cold. Fast forward to WrestleMania 13 and the, the opponent gets a little bit it different. It gets a wee bit better for him, doesn't yeah. it? But also in WrestleMania 12, another interesting name, a certain Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Was that against Warrior? That was against Warrior. Yeah, and he got squashed. He, which he actually recently mentioned in a promo on Raw versus Sheamus um, which was a bit weird again because of the whole thing recently about Warrior's name creeping up more and more often you know Hunter mentioned him in his promo he's appearing in the WWE's intro video now bit of a weird one it'll see the time goes with that one but uh, Hunter explained to Sheamus about you know I faced a guy WrestleMania, I had to go reinvent myself, yada yada yada, you can, you know, if you lose at Mania, you can go into obscurity, <laughs> so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see, um, eventually, how the Warrior situation goes ahead. But, another, the other man, Mr. Taker, versus Big Daddy Diesel. <laughs> I don't think Chris wants to speak about that one. No, I think for the first, the, the next couple of WrestleManias, his opponents aren't as good as they are yeah, in the latter stages power. yeah um, but again like we were saying at the beginning Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart it says itself yeah that's the Ironman match that isn't it that is indeed the Ironman match for the WWE Championship first Ironman match I've probably seen probably it probably was the same for me yeah. yeah even though it had no pinfalls up until the overtime it yeah. was one that still which grabbed think, you which I think is what st- makes it stand out you know we have Ironman matches nowadays the last one being John Cena versus Randy Orton but they all have multiple pinfalls yeah. and all that sort of stuff, yeah. whereas this one kind of was different and just that there's nothing until the overtime. Yeah. But uh, under WrestleMania, Lucky 13 in Ugh. the Rosemont Horizon Center in Chicago, Illinois, the appearance of a certain individual called Rocky Maivia. Was that whenever he was all like happy go lucky? That was happy go lucky. Oh. Soon to be the Rock oh. for the Intercontinental Championship versus the Sultan. 
can't really mention much about this at this stage, but it's just nice to mention that it's The Rock getting there on yeah. WrestleMania. The first Plus the time. fact that Sultan was actually Rikishi, so he's basically fighting family yep, in there. Yeah, fighting so. his cousin, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, then, Hunter is finally back on WrestleMania with his opponent Goldust again. Oh, well, at least his opponent gets a bit, wee bit better. A wee bit better. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, World's High Team Championship match. Can you remember who's in this? A very big fan you are of him. Uh, He's on one of the teams. Teamed with Vader. Mr. Foley. Uh, <laughs> as Mankind. Uh, versus British Bulldog and Owen Hart. But, as you were saying about WrestleMania 12, yeah. Austin's opponent gets a wee bit better yeah, here. Yeah, Bret Hart in the... Bret Hart in the submission match. Yeah. In his own pool of blood. Yep. Again, mentioned on Raw recently, and you can't say enough about it. But um, our WWE Championship match involves The Undertaker versus Psycho Sid. Ugh. Yeah. We did say that his opponent's going to be a bit worse. Yeah, so. well, I think is it next the next one, it's, it really just goes down another peg. If yeah, well, you could say you could say it goes down a peg in the next one, but in a way you couldn't. But, well, it's going <laughs> second. Um, WrestleMania 14, March 29th, 98, in the Fleet Centre, Boston. Um, the debut for the Light Heavyweight Championship on the card. Oh, Lord. Takamijinuku. Is that right? Takamijinuku. Takamijinuku. Uh, I think that's right. Aye, Mijinuku. I'm right. <laughs> Get there eventually. Versus Aguila. I can't remember him. Who? Aguila. Aguila. I can't remember him. Have you hit your ghoulies or something? <laughs> have I hit my ghoulies? No, it's alright. Um, and finally on this pay-per-view we see the debut as such at WrestleMania, not of Hunter Hurst Helmsley, but Triple H. him now being Triple H versus Owen Hart. Can't remember much about this match because it's quite low down the card and I just... My brain's blank on it, but I would assume it was a good match. Can you remember it? No, not particularly, but the fact that uh, Triple H is really, that's his, what, second WrestleMania appearance then? You know, like, you would think that he's, in his youth, is in his prime, wants to make an impression. Obviously, he did with him being such a household name that he is now. Starts, starts building the pathway to his numerous, numerous world titles. Yeah. Um, again... Uh, very out there match for the World Tag Team Championship a dumpster match oh is this New Age Outlaws against Chainsaw this Charlie New Age Outlaws versus Cactus Jack and Chainsaw oh. Charlie I just I have to bring it up because he loves Mick Foley oh, so I much I hate Mick Foley <laughs> I don't uh, disagree with people who like him it's just personally speaking I don't like Mick Foley you don't like Mick Foley Mick Flair glorified some man woo <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you were thinking this is Kane's debut at WrestleMania versus Undertaker. You could say, like Chris was saying, that it went down a peg. Oh no, sorry, I, I got confused with the next well, one. Well, one thing I would say is, yes, Kane came in like a monster, but he still was relatively new in the terms of the character, so everybody was a wee bit sketchy, didn't know what to expect. Everybody did know he was, you know, storyline brother and all that sort of stuff, so you had that to fuel it. But, um, again, finally our main event for this pay-per-view... Austin takes it up another notch to the title match itself for the WWE Championship. Austin versus Michaels with the special guest referee, Iron Mike Tyson. Which, of course, this was involved with the whole 
DX versus Austin and Mike Tyson yeah. with Sean and then Mike popping him right in the jaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right in the jaw and of course Austin coming out on top in that one. Next we have uh, WrestleMania 15. Um, now, this is the one where Undertaker's opponent is a big boss man. Yeah. 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 I got that mixed up with WrestleMania 14. So that's whenever I thought that his, his opponent went down a peg it's because that was just boss man awful. really does put it down a yeah. peg in all terms of the situation. Yeah, but the first uh, the first time we see a Hell in a Cell or yeah, that's a, true. Um, that's in, true. you know like in the modern day, that's the first time we see a Cell match. And they meant a lot more back then. Yeah, because this was where a lot of a lot of stuff happened in that Cell. Yeah, this yeah. for sure. Hung from the rafters. Which um, you had to say it, didn't you? I was trying. Yeah. I was trying to keep it nice. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, that was the key match for this. You did have uh, Rock versus Austin in the first of their three meetings at a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah very good um, match. Good match, but I still don't consider it their best. No. I still don't consider it their best. I still think 17 and 19 are above it. Yeah. But you never had a bad match with Rock and Austin. No, no. You never had a bad match between the two. Next was... Breaking the old Roman numerals for WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000. Oh, yeah. And the first WrestleMania I bought on DVD as well. Yeah? Yeah. Very good. Um, April 2nd, 2000, back in the Arrowhead Pond, Anaheim, California. And uh, a certain Lillian Garcia sings the national anthem. Never heard of her. Have you not heard of no. her? She's only like the second most famous ring announcer for WWE. Behind the thing. <laughs> no, never. Fair I'm lying, of course. Everyone knows who Lillian Garcia is. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Quick, calm down, calm quick. down. Ice T performed as well. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> he did. Did he do Godfather's he rap? He did the Godfather's entrance oh. music. Oh. <laughs> he had a cat fight as well. Cat with Mae Young versus Terry with the fabulous Moolah. Right, go on that's, quickly. That's, that's, that's yeah, that, that deserves that every place in WrestleMania but, history. Um, the big point for WrestleMania 2000 was the fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. Yeah, McMahon in every corner. Right, McMahon in every corner. Mick Foley. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, what was it? Mick, Mick Foley had Linda. Linda, yeah. Um, big Show had Shane. Yeah. Rock had Vince, Vince and, Triple and Triple H, H had Stephanie, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So did. Well, well remembered. <laughs> well remembered. Um, but that's that's the key reason why it stands out McMahon in every corner. Yeah. So it is. But on to. Was that. No, sorry, yeah. WrestleMania 2000 was not the debut of Kurt Angle? He had. It was well, his WrestleMania debut. Yeah. His yeah. WrestleMania debut, yeah. As well. Because you had, you had tons of matchups in this one, so you did as well. Like, you had the tag team ladder match with. A certain Edge and Christian, the tri- well, triangle ladder match, sorry, yeah. apologies, um, Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys versus the Hardys, which is, in fact, is that the one that's on Edge's DVD? I know he has, I know he has one of those style of matches on yeah, I think I think that would be that, or the SummerSlam, the, the first TLC one yeah, they did. I think it was that sort of thing. But uh, we now move on to my favourite, WrestleMania, because... It was the first one I bothered to watch live. Yeah. So it was, it was the first one I properly sat down and said, "Not going to bed. Going to watch it." And it's actually, I think, one of the only WrestleManias in the modern sort of era, you know, post two thousand. The Sky have really shown free 
Yeah, yeah. So you can't really much. remember too many WrestleMania's that they, ha- yeah, that they haven't charged you for. Um, but also with WrestleMania 17 comes Epic Limp Biscuit My Way, which oh, you yes. can't really... From not, You can never hear that song anymore if you're a wrestling fan and not think about the main event of exactly. the second meeting between Austin and Rock. It's yep. just It simply cannot you know, be forgot about. WrestleMania X7, you can't just devote to Austin and Rock simply because there's so many good matches on gimmick this Battle card. Royal. Yeah, well, Gimmick Battle Royal was good fun, like yeah. so it was. I was going to say good crack, but a lot of people across the world don't know what that is because <laughs> we're. Uh, it's a saying in Ireland and Northern Ireland that uh, if something's really good and fun and you enjoy it, it's good yeah. crack. So you know that from now and if it ever slips in. <laughs> um, opening match was Chris Jericho versus William Regal for uh, the Intercontinental Championship two technical greats so even for an opening match that was fantastic um, triple threat for the hardcore title was Raven versus Kane versus Big Show oh. that was obviously crazy backstage madness yes. golf yeah. carts everything yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle watching TV in his monitor with uh, Edge and Christian coming out to do their usual wee bit oh, of five second pose with, with their bit of comedy and the like so it was. Um, Jonathan Coachman out in the crowd, brave man. So he was with a fan. Do you remember that? The uh, night around him and all. Oh, uh, was that whenever he he met somebody who'd won a trip to WrestleMania yeah, or something? I think it was something like that. So it was. Um, the first um, singles match for certain Eddie Guerrero was on this pay per view as well. Who did he face? He faced This is a test. Oh, right. okay. The um, late uh, Andrew Test Martin. Which again, you know, Eddie Guerrero on WrestleMania always turned it up a notch, even even not to condemn Test. But Is that whenever uh, Perry Saturn came out with a weird looking hat with Eddie Guerrero? I remember I, like rem- the I white, remember the, the white hat, hat with like, like what was it like Tinky no, not Tinky Tinky Winky, um out of the teletubbies like Dipsy or something like that. Yes. Yeah. like the polka dot dot yes, yes, hat, something yeah. like that. Um but then you had two technical masters again with Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. Yeah, say what you will about Chris Benoit with but the his match. Past. Yeah, out of this world. whenever he was in the ring, he always performed, especially in WrestleMania. Yep, definitely. I'm not going to um, skim over yeah, good matches because yeah. of his indiscretions. Yep. Um, of course, then, as uh, we know, this was TLC2 as well. Yeah, on the paper. Fantastic. <sighs> you can't say anything wrong with a match with no. the parties. E&C and the Dudleys in it. Like, exactly. Even though the Dudleys have went a wee bit down nowadays with the old belly front, yeah. you know, they can still carry it. Sure, if they can carry the nasty boys to a good, decent match, then they're okay by me. Yeah. Well, they um, need the guts if they're carrying nasty boys like oh. Erno's <laughs> pickings. But a match that I actually consider, on my behalf, my second favourite match on the card, behind Rock and Austin, is the No Holds Barred match between Triple H and Undertaker famous for the fact of them going out over the barrier into the crowd over to a supposed sound and technical area Triple H and Undertaker you know punches etc Triple H getting to the edge and then Undertaker choke slamming him off it yeah that was fantastic like the whole you just see the crowd just exploding or just like before you said that there I thought you were actually going to say the Vince Shane match the well, no, I was going to get to there. Oh, right, okay. There. Don't worry about that. But yeah, of course you had. This was around the whole time of uh, the WCW and the ECW invasion mm. time with Shane on WCW and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
and it was also apart from the fact of Shane doing the fantastic I still consider this day coast, coast to coast, coast. Yeah. Um, I still love that move <laughs> so I do um, it was famous for Linda oh yeah that uh, yeah. supposed what was it not, wasn't a coma obviously but altered state to the drugs, yeah. drugs yeah. yeah so it was I and Trish turning on Vince and all that sort of stuff. Trish turned on what? <laughs> Trish turned on Vince. Uh, right. <laughs> Sorry about that, that came out all wrong, so it did. Um, but again, then we'll mention finally WWE Championship match, Rock vs. Austin, where Austin, to this day, has even said, and this is a true fact... Is this an Alan Price true fact? Alan, this is an Alan Price true fact. He regrets to this day that he turned heel in this match. He said in an interview that he wished... In the ring, he could have uh, said to Vince, watch the stunner, and then stunnered him. Mm-hmm. And that would have been it. You know, make it look like he's turned on the fans, yeah. the rock, um, by hitting him with a chair, winning the championship, but then, bang, stunner him. Like yeah. Would have been fantastic, but in a way, it makes the era, because no one ever thought Austin would ever do that, was, that deal. Yeah, that was the first time I watched WrestleMania, and my mouth was near enough on the floor. She's like, yeah. oh, what have you done? There was two, two real moments not just in wrestling related and one of them was whenever Shawn Michaels super kicked Hulk Hogan was the other one yeah. but that's that's mine but it's on to you next for Wrestlemania X8 or Wrestlemania 18 as it's more commonly known um, obviously this saw the debut in Wrestlemania of the NWO mm-hmm. um, so we have like Scott Hall versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and then we have um, and then we have uh, uh, this was the Whenever the hardcore title was defended twenty four seven, so you saw like that, that was the good old days. You saw like Maven win it, and then you saw um, oh, Maven, what a legend! That guy. <laughs> then you saw like Molly Holly, Molly Holly win it. Oh, that was the backstage her and Hurricane, wasn't she? Yeah, the frying pan. Yeah, and then you saw like Maven win it back at the end. Um, obviously, this match will be remembered for Icon versus Icon, The Rock versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Another match that I was so glad from this point on, well from WrestleMania X7 point on, that I stayed up to watch these pay-per-views live. That was just it was, it, was one of those, it was one of those ones that if it was a pay-per-view you could go back to, like at WrestleMania 3, for just the key moments, and you could be in the crowd for that moment. Yeah. And those, when Not even before a punch was thrown, just when they stared at one another, yeah. and were looking out at the crowd. And Hogan's entrance was fantastic as well. Yeah. The Jimi oh. Hendrix style. And Although, if you're buying the DVDs now, Sally, yeah. you don't have the the NWO music. No, it wasn't Jimi Hendrix. No, sorry. Yeah, it was the NWO. You're thinking. You're thinking. You're thinking. Yeah. 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 Getting ahead of yourself. So then, um, the undisputed WWE Championship match was Chris Jericho, the champion versus Triple H. Uh, this was after this was after Triple H's quad um, injury, his return. Fantastic way to return from the quad. Yep. Like, that was after there. the whole. That was after him being out for months yep. and months and months. Yeah, after winning the Royal Rumble in 2002 and going on to that there. Um, but it always be remembered for the Rock Hogan match. Still stole, sh- stole the show. Yeah. I mean, what was it that Hogan say in his book or something about um, when him and Rock came back out? You know, watch them follow that or yeah. something. You know, let's yeah. let's get them to have to follow that. Yeah, because they were talking about having that on at the end, and even Triple H says you need to have a title. You have the title, otherwise it just kind of. And even Hogan agreed. Yeah, you kind of need to have that at the end of it, which is always what happens. WrestleMania 19, some 
awesome matches here. Another, another pay-per-view that I surprised with and enjoyed. I wasn't. It was. This was the one Seattle, wasn't it? This was. Yes, Seattle. Cool Seattle. Seattle. Was, yep. I loved that arena. It yeah, was, it's, and the stage. It was fantastic. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. That was the. We had uh, Mr. V won that. Yes. Did yeah. Opening against, against Rey Mysterio. I have back when Ray Ray was decent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still decent. Yeah. Having the biscuit perform rolling. Uh, one of the great matches here was Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels. Just an absolutely Another fantastic. One that you say stole the show a bit. Yeah. Um, I know again the main event in this was Austin and Rock, but the Chris Jericho Shawn Michaels match was hard to follow on and if. I could probably I'd probably say that nineteen I would rate just under yeah. seventeen. Yeah. But for me it's the one I have the more emotional connection with because that was Austin's goodbye. Yeah. Because you see obviously Rock patting him on the chest yeah, after yeah, that true. sort of stuff. Um but that their match, I mean Chris Jericho says that that will be probably his favourite match if somebody was to say Oh no nor would I. Unless well, this is a thing. You know, but we'll talk about obviously WrestleMania 26 later. But it was nice at least Jericho got to go in the ring. But possibly we don't know obviously how WrestleMania is going. But with Michaels and Raw one last time there, yeah, you know a while back. True. So that's the main thing for that one. Um, you have the street fight. Um, Twenty years in making Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus Mr. McMahon, which also saw the return of one Hot Rod. Oh yeah. Not, not no, Mr. no, no, Savage, no, don't worry, no. I wasn't going into Savage. No, that's okay. That's alright. <laughs> um, and then uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin vs. Rock, Act 1 and Act 2, don't matter, it's Act 3, as The Rock said. It says you doing the Rock's Immortal, going from 1 to 2 to 3, yeah. shifting his fingers across yeah. his hand. Um, obviously this was Austin's last match, uh, suffered heart the problems before. the night before. This, ma- this pay-per-view was I just riddled with, like... Problems with that there being one of them, and then obviously the WWE Championship match, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has not oh seen this, type in the YouTube Lord. Brock Lesnar attempting the shooting star press. The man, <laughs> how that man even contemplated. I have seen footage from when he was back in OVW hitting this. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. And he did it perfectly. Yeah. And you absolutely are sitting there with your mouth open when he does it, but he really did not judge the distance well at all no and it has to be said that if that guy did not do like his oh, exercise his, on his neck was, wasn't it Flair I think it was yeah Flair, he because this will lead us obviously in the Wrestlemania 20 on the Wrestlemania 20 DVD that had the extras yeah the supposedly Wrestlemania the movie yes but it was Ric Flair who said about Brock if he hadn't done his neck things he would have been paralyzed true, true. and I also think if his if he hadn't if his head hadn't the side of Kurt a wee bit as well mm-hmm. I think that's probably what's saving him too because you can see the footage afterwards you can actually see Dave Finley trying to calm down he just goes berserk yeah all yeah. the all the brain cells are dead that's why he's an MMA now <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kurt Angle as well also suffering injury problems tearing his hamstring into the match so when he had like 30% mobility in his left that arm that was the or scary something. thing and it was the whole um Again, in that WrestleMania the movie, the family story behind it, yeah. it was still with Karen, because yeah. he only had his first daughter yes, then, yeah. she was only a baby, and just him, you could see the worry in his face, you know, yeah. will I get through this? Yeah, true. It's, it's, I think it's what surprises you, what can happen behind the scenes yeah. at Mania, 
Mm-hmm. I'll agree there. Um, WrestleMania 20 then was from Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. <sighs> saw, the, saw the debut in WrestleMania with John Cena. Was it versus uh, Big Show, Big Show yeah. for the US Championship. Yeah. That was John Cena's start of ruining titles. <sighs> don't, don't get us wrong, I'm not a huge condemner of John Cena. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. You know, he doesn't float my boat. I know people say he's the equivalent of The Rock and all that sort of stuff, but I'll stick with the old days. <laughs> yeah. Then we have the uh, a couple of interpromotional matches here. We have the first one, which is Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Dud. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that saved this was Stone Cold Steve Austin doing this. Again, Austin question. mentioned in that, that it, the stunners weren't planned at the end. <laughs> so rough. <laughs> the only reason he said he said to, he said to Goldberg and um, Brock... Brock. I'm going to have to do these stunners because this crowd's absolutely dead. Oh, yeah, they were pumped up they again. Were. And I expected a lot from that match. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, but then whenever you find out they were both leaving, the boot kind of didn't really care. It's kind of that like was another thing that the crowd, you know, yeah, you sold, sold out. out yeah. And I'm just flipping the birds. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we have um, the WWE Championship match, which was Eddie Guerrero versus Kernango, which was a fantastic match. Unbelievable. That was when Eddie slipped his boot off. Yeah. That yeah. was... Oh. His cheeky smile in that match, I will always remember to yeah. this day. Fantastic. And we saw the return of The Undertaker after being buried alive at the Survivor Series by Kane and Mr. McMahon. Obviously, then that sets up the match as it is versus Kane. Yeah. The only opponent up until this coming WrestleMania <sighs> that Undertaker has faced twice. Yeah. Yeah, obviously but that was just Sean. that was a fantastic um, entrance. Just seeing the crowd going and nuts. The return of Paul Bearer. Yes, yeah. Just that was just him coming head. out first yeah. as well with all the druids. Yeah, you were just like, finally, the original Undertaker's back. And then um, the triple threat uh, match for the World Heavyweight Championship. The first triple threat match for um, a, a heavyweight championship at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. uh, which was Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit versus Triple H. Again, all things aside for Benoit, a great wee match. Yeah, great match. Um, nice to see Benoit win his first uh, championship reign in the WWE. And most memorable for the after part. Yes. Then Eddie came down. Which is, again, like I said, whatever Benoit said, it's something that completely just, when you see any of that footage nowadays, whether it be on a highlight reel for a video yeah. or a DVD, you can't help but stop and think, Whoa. Yeah. So moving on to WrestleMania 21, again some awesome matches here and some inst- instantly forgettable ones <laughs> like Big Show versus Akibono. Yeah, Akibono. Always <laughs> um, that uh, is the some no not some one. Yeah, like uh, sumo wrestler. Sumo wrestler. Yes, I knew it began like S. Then <laughs> we had the first ever Money in the Bank match, which was Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit, Shelton Benjamin, Edge, Christian Kane. Chris Jericho's idea. Yeah. Yeah, um, what a smart man! <laughs> fantastic match. Uh, Eugene was in the ring with Muhammad Hassan, which cool. saw the return of Hulk Hogan after being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely awesome! Yeah, the crowd just, just went nuts, going nuts, and then just when he does his pose in front of the Tron, and the Tron just completely changes into the big yeah American flag. flag yeah, and then um, we had an interpromotional match. Two absolute wrestling. Wrestling greats, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. That was just the m- match, match of the year. That was, that was another occasion where Shawn 
nearly kills himself in the match by doing his back flips off the ropes oh, towards the table, table, table and all yeah. that sort uh-huh. of stuff um, how that man hasn't broke ribs doing that well we don't know if he has <laughs> but uh, flip me like Angle versus Michaels fantastic pair to do it yeah. at WrestleMania uh, we had a WWE Championship match John Cena versus JBL John Cena wins and then destroys the belt. <laughs> so we'll go on to the next one, which Uh-oh. is Batista versus yeah, Batista. versus Triple H. Yeah, after winning the Royal Rumble, Batista uh, faces Triple H. The famous Royal Rumble where uh, him and uh, Cena mess up the ending. Yes, yeah. where they both go yeah, and Vince wrecks his legs, and Vinny runs out and tears both his quads so he can say to Triple H, "I'm better than you." Yeah. <laughs> So that was WrestleMania tw- uh, 21. 21. This takes us on to WrestleMania 22. So it does, and uh, we kick off with an unforgettable match, which is Big Show and Kane versus Carlito and the masterpiece Chris Masters. Yeah, it was. Did you say unforgettable or I forgettable? S- mm, I, th- I should have picked my words a wee bit better. So I should. But um, again, surprisingly, this WrestleMania wasn't kicked off by Money in the Bank like more recent WrestleManias have been. Um, Money in the Bank was the second match on the card. Um, Rob Van Dam versus Shelton. Shelton again. I think Shelton alongside... I would probably say alongside uh, Jericho or Christian is getting up there for most appearances. Well, Cr- Christian appeared in the first one. Yeah. So he's, appear- he's going to appear... He's appeared in... Yeah, but Jericho's, in this one. Jericho's been in two as well because he was in the first one and then he was I'd in that one. I'd say close between those two, but I would say Benjamin's probably well out in front for most appearances. Probably, yeah. Because he's <laughs> nearly in it every year. But it's Benjamin, Rob Van Damme. Or K- Benjamin or Kane, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Right, Kane's up there. But it's Rob Van Damme versus Shelton versus Matt Hardy versus good old Dave Finley from our home country versus Bobby Lashley. But there's another person in this match which you would hardly believe could have been in the match and that was the nature boy Ric Flair oh that's whenever he like falls over and you that's think he he's wrecked his leg that's where he takes the bad yeah, uh, Bobby Lashley could not climb ladders he look. can't he's, it's um, <laughs> I was going to say something there but I won't um, he just he's scared of ladders he just, <sighs> every time he went to it it was just like oh no um, again sadly um, Benoit didn't have the best Wrestlemania opponents JBL so we'll skip over that yeah. uh, <laughs> Um, WWE Women's Championship match. Can you remember who this is? Mickey James versus Trish Stratus. Yeah, I would see it as the fir- the start of the passing of the torch for Trish. Yeah. Yes, she wasn't solely getting ready to retire at this stage, but she was getting to the thought point. Mm-hmm. So it was the case of Mickey, as we all know now, is getting very close to breaking Trish's record of most. Well, yes, she has been Divas Champion and Women's Champion, but combined reigns. Yeah. She's pretty close to beating Trish. So this was the start of Mickey's rise to the top of the women's division. Yummy. And then we had, uh, sadly, the return of Undertaker's unforgettable opponents. Um, Undertaker versus Mark Henry in a casket match. That was a big casket. <laughs> yeah. Big casket. Um, then we had the No Holds Barred match, Shawn Michaels versus Mr. McMahon. Which, oh, yes, which yes. is famous for the getting around the time of the everybody like oh DX is coming back Sean climbing that huge ladder yeah. doing the DX chop and then jumping off and hitting McMahon with the elbow through the trash can yeah. and table yeah. which was hilarious so it was but the second time a triple threat for a 
world title occurs at WrestleMania, which is Angle, Mysterio, Orton. Oh yeah, that didn't get a lot of time, though. It didn't get a lot of time, which was disappointing. So it was because, obviously, this was... As we all know, this is the, when Ray won the title. Yeah, and it was a world Eddie. championship, not a world heavyweight championship. Um, considering Eddie had died the November prior to this WrestleMania, everybody is kind of gave off at times, you know, Ray only got it for Eddie and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The, I didn't have a problem with that. It, the thing I had a problem with was the world title getting different names yeah. each week on SmackDown. But uh, enough about that. A very nice match. A Playboy pillow fight. <laughs> Your favourite Tory versus Candace. Yeah. Memorable not, but nice to look at. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm you're gonna squirm now, WWE Championship John Cena Triple H. Yeah. Triple H actually carried John to a decent match here. So he did. Which Triple H has mentioned in DVDs since so he has. Blame. But uh yeah, anyway, on to WrestleMania twenty three. Twenty three, which saw the Battle of the Billionaires, which was the um Bobby Lashley with Donald Trump versus Umaga, Mr. McMahon. Trump's second appearance at Mania, wasn't it? After how many years gap? Considering it was Trump was 20... No, sorry. Mine's not working. Uh, WrestleMania 5 was the last time it was in Trump Plaza, so it was WrestleMania 4 and 5. Yeah, but then he appeared He appeared at another WrestleMania whenever... I think it was WrestleMania 20, whenever uh, Jesse Ventura interviewed him. So he was actually yes, in the he yes, was actually in that's the crowd. I wasn't thinking that yeah. way. Yep, no problem. Um, Money in the Bank, 8-man... Jeff Hardy, King Booker, Finlay, CM Punk, Kennedy, Matt Hardy, Randy Orton, Edge. So you didn't, you didn't give him a slot there for Jeff Hardy? Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Alan's got a cold. <laughs> um, so that was the Mr. Kennedy winning that. Um, never really Kennedy. got Kennedy. Anderson? What? <laughs> <laughs> never, never really got Just a, Anderson? Question mark. <laughs> never really got a chance to... Um, ca- yeah, to cash that in, so to speak. Thanks to the rated R superstar. Uh, then we had um, Batista Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship. Which, again, you know, people kind of are heavy on Batista. I've kind of always had a wee bit of a liking for him. It waned severely when he went face since he's become heel recently again. And he's, I've been a lot happier. But this match, him and Taker were fantastic. Yeah, it was a very, very good match. Again, another match that they went back to the curtain and were like, oh, we should have been last, sort of yeah. thing, you know, let them follow it. Well, I mean, he had a WWE Women's Championship, which was Ashley, Ashley versus Melina, which was awful, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful. And the main Ashley, event, where are you now, Mazar? <laughs> yeah, the main event of the match, uh, main event of the pay-per-view, sorry, the next event, <laughs> Shawn Michaels <laughs> versus John Cena. John Cena was the champ, and unfortunately, uh, Shawn Michaels didn't win that. That was match. when that was just after they'd won the tag titles together as well, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Again, Michaels pulling out a f- fantastic rematch because that they actually did so well. Then wasn't it in the tour afterwards in London? They did an Iron Man match together. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot to mention the brilliant interpromotional match of Kane versus Great Khali. Yeah, what a match! What a match! <laughs> but uh, under WrestleMania 24. In sunny Florida, in the Citrus Bowl, it is Citrus Bowl, wasn't it? Yes, it was Citrus Bowl. Um, that was this is the first. Well, Seattle at nineteen was semi-open air. This was full open air. Yeah. Again, so it was for a WrestleMania. Um, first match of the night. I know it wouldn't really be mentioned if it was anybody else, but I have to. Um, the f- first and only time a Belfast brawl 
has occurred at a WrestleMania. Have to promote the home country, people. I'm sorry. Finley versus JBL. Bit of a forgettable match because it, it involves that little freak that I hate, Hornswoggle. When I say freak, I don't mean it because the way he is, just because I hate his character and the way it doesn't mean a lot to us here in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very true. Yep. Um, again, we have the Money in the Bank match. Chris Jericho's versus Shelton Benjamin versus John Morrison versus Carlito versus CM Punk, MVP and Mr. Kennedy. This is the one where Morrison did the moonsault off the top. With the wheel, small ladder. With the ladder. Yeah. And watching live, he messed it up. But when they've changed the camera angle for the DVDs, it looks awesome. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain about the fella. Hard Finkel obviously introduces the 2008 Hall of Fame during this one, which I always love at WrestleMania, having to think back on the microphone. Yeah. For at least another while. <laughs> um, the next. Match kind of forgettable. Batista versus Umaga. The battle for brand supremacy, supposedly. Oh yeah. No offense to Peru, Umaga, but you know, can't help these things. Um, ugh, another unforgettable match: ECW Championship Chavo versus Kane. Kane having won the big battle royal and yeah. dark match for WrestleMania. What was it like? Eight seconds. Oh, something ridiculous. Something stupid like yeah. that. So it was. Um, and of course, we had the awesome Mike Adamley interviewing Ric Flair backstage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. I wonder how many botches were on that interview. Sadly, I didn't uh, have one of the wee counters that didn't oh, go right. high enough. Yeah. <laughs> Career threatening match, the most memorable match for me on this card Shawn Michaels versus the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> what a match for a guy the age he was. Yeah. Really, just put it all. I had to put it all on the line, but it was just one that, whenever you watch now, it's just, it you just you still get hooked by the emotion of it. Yeah, probably if you were to watch it now, knowing Ric Flair's and TNA, it might mean a little less. But still watching Shawn Michaels, you know, tune up the band for yeah, switching music and the I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah, bang, head off, down you go. Um, but you could tell. Sadly, even before the match began, that he was retiring anyway. Everybody thought it, but he was crying, really. Yes, he went exactly, down the ring. Exactly. But uh, still, honestly, for the age he was, fantastic match. And again, Sean putting his body in the line. And this time, more than any, looking like he broke ribs because you could see the referee yeah. having to really stall the match and Flair having to act up nearly a wee bit heelish yes. to get the referee's attention. Uh, I'm going to skip. The next match was, which was the Playboy Bunny Mania. Do you want to skip whenever the lights went out? Well, that is this match. It was the guys on the lights obviously thought this match isn't worth being on WrestleMania. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg getting to uh, get close to Maria. <laughs> that poor girl. You know she's kissed everybody in flipping WWE, being ordered to do so, and then she gets fired. I really do feel sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we have for the WWE Championship. Still the lights off, but they were using the spotlights in the top of the arena that are usually used for the football matches. Um, John Cena with his big trumpeting band. <laughs> versus Triple H versus Randy Orton. Oh yeah, that's what I've heard of Orton. You're like, oh yeah, that was, that was, what was it? John Cena had Triple H in the STF. Yeah, and then Orton punted him yeah, in the head. Yeah. Punted him. Um, 
again, I'm just not even going to go into depth of a big show versus Floyd Money Mayweather. I broke your jaw. Broke another broken jaw. But main event, World Heavyweight Championship, title versus Streak, Undertaker versus Rated R Superstar Edge. That's brilliant match. A hell of a way to round out the show, and they had some match to follow with Ric Flair and uh, Shawn Michaels, but they pulled it off. No, oh, they did. Yeah, they kept it up there. But uh, of course, this year was that uh, when I mentioned obviously a while back the Hall of Fame inductees. Of course, you know you can't forget the reason Ric Flair was having this match was because he was inducted alongside you know there's Rock's uh, dad, Rocky Johnson. Yeah. And the like were all on that one as well. Um, can't say enough. Typically, John Cena had to have his word in that Hall of Fame, congratulating all the 2008 Hall of Famers and what they've done for this industry. Great. But uh, we shall now move on to the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania and our final WrestleMania before we go to the break and on to WrestleMania 26. Yep, so WrestleMania 25. Um Watched it live together, our first WrestleMania yes. together. Yes, right. so it was. That's right. I know that sounds wrong, people, but <laughs> it was just a whole group of us yeah. got together. Got the munchies, not that way, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just not Jeff had Harder. a very had a very enjoyable night watching it. Couldn't say enough about it. It was very fun. Yeah, it was, especially when we had matches like the Money in the Bank match with Punk, Kofi Kingston, was fantastic. The, the I'm going to call it the Unprettier because I don't like the kill switch. Um, Christian on Predator uh, on Punk yeah on top of the ladders that were set up yeah was that was that the Money in the Bank of Jeff Hardy jumping off it and Jeff Hardy wasn't on that was no CM that was Punk. sorry that was la- the year before CM Punk Coffee Kingston MVP Benjamin Coffee Kane. Kingston yeah co- have a cup of tea <laughs> yeah Mark Henry Finley and Christian oh Mark Henry yeah in the Money in the really Bank. do put in people who don't really gel well he's he's not, not a friend of gravity. <laughs> yeah, and then we went to the 25 Diva Battle Royal. Now, you saw some familiar names, like Sonny, who just still looks brilliant to this day, but and then when you no saw... No recognition. Yeah, because of Kid Rock, and it was just pointless. Don't understand why they... Again, another uh, reason that was, wasn't on this pay-per-view, it was John Morrison and The Miz were meant to have a title match. No, it's on this. It's it on, on this, this that they had the Lumberjack match, Carlito and Primo versus The Miz and John Morrison, was, which was, was actually bumped. It was like a dog match. A yeah. Then you had a 3-1 handicap match, three legends, Piper, Superfly Snooker, and the Steamboat, with Nature Boy in their corner against Chris Jericho. That, like, this, well, obviously well-known for the fact of... Um, Obviously, Superfly really getting on at a stage. Show had the, yeah. he got her to the way pretty darn quickly. Yeah. Piper surprisingly did a very good showing. Steamboat did the best. Then Steamboat, Steamboat came in and everybody. Hence why, obviously, the next month, him and Jericho had a singles yeah, match together. Fantastic, fantastic. But also known for the aftermatch events where uh, Mickey Rourke completely punches the air oh. past Jericho. <laughs> After he was in the wrestler film, they thought it'd be a good idea to have him. That oh, no, yeah, because the original plan was to have him wrestle. Yeah, that's like that's like you having a fight match with say Mike Tyson versus Frank Bruno. Put in, um, put in Sylvester Stallone, and he just completely misses all together. <laughs> so, some other matches here, which I'll not go into great depth with. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy, Extreme Rules, JBL versus Mysterio for the IC title. Mysterio wins. That was like JBL's. Yeah. Well, JBL's. Retirement match that we didn't know about. Yeah, but 
Well, sorry, I have to go on a, on a wee quick side story for this match. Another Alan Price true fact. This match, JBL said um, Rey Mysterio was his second choice. But don't take this in a bad way. And me saying second choice, he said his first choice would have been Eddie Guerrero. Oh, well. He said, so there was no better replacement for his retirement yeah. match to be against than Rey Mysterio. True. Then you have a match that we have this this WrestleMania that we're going to have the upcoming WrestleMania Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels that was, oh, and Undertaker just went head first in the thank you Sim Snooker yeah <laughs> just an absolutely fantastic match just absolutely brilliant because we were all we were all freaking out before this match we were just waiting for it to arrive yeah but you always find that with Undertaker matches you think you think to yourself he's not going to lose his trick he's not going to lose his trick but then you start doubting but then you start <laughs> thinking he's going to lose he's going to lose he's going to lose uh, you have two championship matches, triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship, Edge, Cena, Big Show. That's, this is another thing that I'm picking up on on us going through here. Is, you know, up until a point where we mentioned earlier, there have been no triple threat matches. Yeah, there's like the loads of them now. And then year after year now, they keep appearing. Yeah. The triple threats. Yeah, and then the last match was Triple H versus Randy Orton. Um, a bit of a dud. Yeah, did not Let live up to expectations whatsoever. I think the wrong thing to do was what they did was hitting their finishers within the first minute of the match. Yeah, it didn't really bode well. But then you had um, the likes of Steve Austin and Ricky the Dragon, Steve Boot inducted the Hall of Fame. Um, can't say enough about that. Can't really say enough about that. But so th- uh, that's 25 WrestleManias. 25 WrestleManias done in just, just over an hour. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty good going, I would consider. I know we spoke a wee bit more about the more recent ones, but that was to get everybody, you know, up to date, more so for the modern stuff. Yeah, more fresh in our memories as well, so, so to is. speak. But uh, 25 WrestleManias, very happy with that, and I actually enjoyed that greatly. But uh, after we come back from the break, we are going to cover Wrestlemania 26 and uh, it looks like it's going to be an interesting one but uh, (coughs) we'll talk about that right after the break It's a fact. 
that every time you and I are in the ring together, bad things happen to you. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that I broke your neck. You can't beat me, John. But deep down, you know it. Hi, my name is James Etook, and you're listening to Operation Retro Shock, which covers all things retro, much like Serial Geek magazine. Head over to SerialGeek.com to buy the glossy magazine dedicated to the cartoons of the 80s, like He-Man, She-Ra, Transformers, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, etc., etc. I'm the best in the world at what I do. No, Chris, you're the best in the world at getting speared by me. I got a feeling, Chris, that I am in your head all nightmare long. Spear! 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 I want you at your best at WrestleMania. Spear, 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 spear. If you come to WrestleMania with that doubt in your eyes, spear, spear, spear. With that doubt that's lingering in your heart, spear. Guess what's going to happen? Spear! 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 One more spear, and it's all over. You will never spear me again. Hey, Chris! You're going to WrestleMania against me! Hey guys, I'm Rob Bass from Not Mitten Box, and you're with Chris Vint and Alan Price, and this is Operation Retroshock, only on the Pop Culture Network. The 2009 match of the year. Your winner, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. This year, WrestleMania 25, I came up a little bit short and I did not break The Undertaker's undefeated streak, but I'm still very proud of what he and I accomplished. Thank you all very much. It doesn't hurt me You wanna feel how it feels You know something, Undertaker? I can beat you So right here tonight I'm throwing out the challenge You and me Wrestlemania One more time Is no. If I only could, I realize. 
sacrifice what I have to do now. I'm gonna enter the Royal Rumble, and when I win, the champion I'm gonna face is you. So the pressure is now on Shawn Michaels to win the Royal Rumble to get his rematch with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Welcome back from the break. Uh, we're discussing WrestleMania 26. So this will be the 26th WrestleMania. We'll actually talk about some of the matches. Obviously, we have favourite matches to discuss, but with it not having been on air yet, we can't decide which matches um, we'll have liked until we've seen the pay-per-view. Yes, very true. Very true. But hey, well, let our views be heard. On what we think the matches will be the best, what we think will actually just go down in the pay-per-view, and of course there's a lot to talk about one certain match on the card, but we'll get to that. Is that the tag team championship match? Yeah, yeah. tag team championship match and a half. Awesome. But uh, we'll start off with what we will consider one of the lower card matches, and that is Rey Mysterio versus CM Punk. Tim Punk and his ever-growing beard. I reckon he's going to be in the running to um, face Mike Knox for Battle of the Beards. He's getting there, so he is. It's, I don't understand this whole thing with CM Punk and the fact that every single person he tries to turn to straight edge, he's like, oh, you have to shave your hair and this cleanses you. Yet he's one of the hairiest bloody guys out there, so he yeah. is. 
his beard's nearly as long as his hair now. I mean, it's not as if <coughs> it's not as if Rey Mysterio probably doesn't leave, lead a clean lifestyle. Although, having said that, he has been uh, let uh, you know, like uh, on sabbaticals and stuff for uh, boy. yeah, for um, <laughs> wellness policy violations. Yes, which you wouldn't have thought him the sort of guy that would need that sort of thing, considering he's not going to get much bigger. <laughs> No, exactly. It's not as if he's a Dave Batista or anyone like that. But uh, speaking of Rey Mysterio, and I'm going to head a certain route here, we'll mention a wee bit the uh, run-up to this match, which has been very good in my opinion. The promos that have been had between Punk and Mysterio, especially including Mysterio's family. Mm-hmm. Um, thing I found funny um, the, few, the few weeks back on SmackDown with... Ray bringing his daughter and his family out to the ring to say happy birthday to her and all that sort of stuff. The height of his son. Oh yeah, yeah. Now compared to him, and that's something Punk actually points out. And he says, "Hey, look, Ray, your son's bigger than you now." And I was like, "That sort of stuff." But uh, Punk has really been able to pull out the sadistic edge of it without really trying. Yeah. So he has. But that's like Punk. Punk is. Punk is very much in the same vein as Chris Jericho, whereas they don't really work particularly well. As as faces, they are bland. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rey Mysterio, if you were to turn turn him heel, it, it was, just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. Um, you have certain characters who can do both, like your Stone Cold Steve Austin's mm-hmm. or Hulk Hogan's, whereas yeah. you don't have that luxury with Rey Mysterio. And Punk's far better as a heel. Yeah, you it's know, like that's that's one thing I always remember that the past. You know, year ago, nearly now, when the whole hints were starting to get dropped that, you know, after WrestleMania, Punk's probably going to turn heel and this, that, the other. And it was because he was getting bland as the face, the whole, yeah. you know, I'm a straight edge, I'm a great wee role model, this, that, the other. But uh, he's really got a new life for the character by being heel, and it hasn't been shown any better, I think, than probably the Jeff Hardy. Um, rivalry that he had last year and then this rivalry with Rey Mysterio yeah but uh, I think this will actually turn out to be a good wee match Rey Mysterio seems to be one of the wrestlers who seems to open Wrestlemania quite a bit mm, he's uh, always he's always within the first probably quarter of it yeah. sort of thing yeah because I mean last year was his JBL match mm. he obviously had his match with Eddie which was the opening one then Wrestlemania 19 he had his opening match with Matt Hardy Matt Hardy the only one he's really been on the upper card was Wrestlemania after Eddie died yeah he went into the main event with Kurt Angle and Orton and won yeah. the title but he always seems to turn it on for WrestleMania and, you know, go that extra mile, which you have to at WrestleMania, but last year he didn't really get the opportunity, so hopefully he gets a bit of more opportunity in this match. As long as he doesn't wear a mask that looks highly ridiculous and... Well, um, see, that's that's the thing, is that's turned into the trend as well, because sure, he did it right back at 19 as well with Matt Hardy's... Uh, he was the Flash. He was, with the, he was the Flash, he was Joker last year, all that sort of stuff, but... Uh, I think we could find that this is a surprise match and that it does well because the styles didn't match between Ray and Jericho so I could think when it comes to like a Punk and him you wouldn't have thought their styles to mix that much but I think they'll pull out a decent match Punk you know sticking with his, his kicks his punches and all yeah. that sort of stuff Mysterio getting the odd flying move in there, but I think it'll be a good rematch. But uh, 
the question is who we think shall win this match. <coughs> and of course, um, before we answer, we have to think about the Ray entering the Straight Edge Society if he loses, whether that will influence our thoughts on the result. But then this could be like a thing, like say Test had a match against Scott Steiner and the winner got the services of Stacey Keebler. Yeah. You know, like they could just make a storyline out of this, whereas Rey Mysterio could join the Straight Edge Society. Straight edge society, mm-hmm. um, and you know, say that there's nothing wrong with him, that he is already straight edge, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Plus, the fact that you can maybe have something to do with, um, don't forget that with CM Punk being on NXT mm. and the way that they've been playing Punk and um, yeah, uh, Darren Young off each other, don't be surprised if he comes down and he costs Punk the victory, mm, that you would know. Be so, I, th- I think that. I think that could be happen. Per- be the perfect way to get at least a rookie on WrestleMania. Yeah. But uh, for me, I think I'll probably go with Ray just sneaking it. Yeah. No, I'll I'll say what I think Ray will win, but it'll be due to the fact that your guy, um, his rookie Darren Young, is Darren it? Young, yeah. yeah. He'll interfere. Rick John Cena with. Uh, Heavy suntan, in other words. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Don King hairstyle. Don King hairstyle, yep. Well, so that's Ray Mysterio down for a victory for both of us. No disagreements there. Um, next match we'll go to is the Viper, Legend Killer, Randy Orton versus Cody Rhodes and the son of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase Jr. Triple threat match, which I think will be the proving point in Cody and Ted's future. I don't understand why it's a... Triple threat. Triple threat instead of a handicap match. Because the one thing I've been picking up from Raw, and they're playing it like, oh yeah, it's a triple threat, and, you know, everybody's for themselves in a triple threat. They usually, in this situation, play it like, uh, yeah, it's a triple threat in name, but, you know, these guys are together, they'll easily... You know, they'll fight Orton and this, that, etc. But it just doesn't seem to be going that route. And obviously it'll be the way the match will start. Is them teaming up on Orton. Yeah. But I think the key thing we have to mention about this match is the way they've played it. They've completely spun the ball and curveballed us in the way we thought this story has been building for the past year. Everybody was like, well, Ted DiBiase is going to turn face. He's going to become the good guy in face Orton at Mania. Yes. Yeah. Everyone thought that Where was the of the Marine too. Uh-huh. Whereas now, Randy's getting all... The oh, poor Randy's getting beat up. This is an outrage. And then Randy's being a bit more face in his promos backstage. He's still keeping his attitude. But... Especially when on the Raw he's facing Triple H in the run-up to Mania. The whole, uh, I take Triple H seriously, I don't take Cody and Ted serious. I may hate Triple H, but I respect him. You've not heard Randy say that in a long time. <coughs> no, and like Randy Orton, as I was saying earlier on, Randy Orton certainly does not look at his uh, as a face. You look at Randy Orton's first title run, mm-hmm. which was an absolute joke because yeah. he did not work as a face. The crowd may enough, f- f- fair enough, will cheer for him whenever he comes out, 
but they'll cheer him because they maybe like him. Yeah. The way he wrestles. You look at whenever. Um, you look at whenever Stone Cold used to come out. Yeah. If he was a heel, he would still get cheered. Exactly. But that's that's the reaction people have been given to Orton. Is very Austin like in the fact of he's a heel, but he's a heel you can like yeah. and cheer a bit. Yeah. Sort of thing. He gives us older fans a bit more thing to cling on to. But it's when a lot of the arenas starting to cheer him. Everybody in the back's like, "Oh, the people are starting to like him. Let's, you know, let's make him a good guy." If he just doesn't work, and then that won't work. Guy. Yeah, and plus the fact with this being a triple threat match, the only thing I can see happening is obviously we know Randy Orton's falling out of love with the other two, but I could see this being an up, you know. Cody goes to get the pin and then Ted breaks yeah. it up and then the your traditional yeah of those two and then that costs him and yeah, Orton RKO's on him punts yeah. them or something like that um, realistically I would like either Orton or DiBiase to win I would love DiBiase to pin Orton yeah. and put a real feather in his cap because you'll never have that's just that's just I um, think the perfect way to do this without with given the likes of DiBiase the perfect push um, saving Cody some face, and of course, you know, letting Orton come out of it as strong as he ever is, is playing off a wee bit like you were saying about the whole, you know, with conflict between Cody and Ted. Not to play it up so much, but like Cody crossroads Orton, yeah. and then like Ted shoves him out the ring and gets the or pinfall. or what you could have happen. Who's being inducted in the Hall of Fame? Senior. So, what if Senior was to go up to Cody Rhodes and say, pay him some money and say everyone has a price. Look, you help my son, yeah. and then whenever the opportunity is right, you let my son and score it would the be pinfall. And then, if they, would play, if they would play it even more and have Dusty come out and try and, you know, say to his son, yeah. you know, come on, Cody, what are you thinking about? It isn't about money. Look what I've done. In my, yeah. you know, look what I did in my career. I didn't need the money. Yeah, well, that, that's what I think... That's what I would like to see happen, so I would plumb for DiBiase to win. I want DiBiase to win, and it would be the smart thing to do. But I could see Orton sneaking it just because it's WrestleMania. But Hart says Hart says DiBiase, but I'll go Orton for the win. <laughs> just that's the way it's going to be. So see, we have this all documented now, so whenever you say, oh, I knew DiBiase would yeah. be like... Yes, I'll be, I'll your be head. pretty stuffed. Yeah. I'll be pretty stuffed. Yeah, exactly. But I'll be happy nonetheless if DBS wins. Yeah. Let's just say that. And nobody's plumbing for Cody Rhodes per Cody. Per Cody. Yeah. Per Cody. Sure, guarantee it. Six months after this is all over, tag team between Goldust and him, he'll have to come up with his own name. <sighs> Little Dust or something like that. Silver Dust. <laughs> oh dear. Silver Sparkle. Sure, he did wear the, when he was back in development, half golden, half polka dot trunks. Move trippies. on to the next match, please. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah, the I don't need first, first, first mention of the polka dots and you freak out. Yeah, exactly. So for Cody Rhodes's. So Orton to win for me, DiBiase to win for Chris. Next match, which is going to be very interesting, the fact that uh, everybody who pays attention to internet sites for wrestling the relationship between Sheamus and Triple H oh uh, yeah and that Sheamus has been basically Triple H's protege yeah exactly um, with him being such poly wally with uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels I wonder if it's a case of if somebody else had done that they would have got this spot it's interesting because it's the same with 
Sheamus has been very poly with Triple H and Shawn Michaels, as has Drew McIntyre. We're not saying that that's the reason why they're getting their push. It's probably a wee bit of a contributing factor. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Sheamus has been very dedicated in that he'll stay after events and take down the ring, set up the ring. He's doing all the little things that will get you brownie points with Vinnie Mac. But you have to admit, he's been doing well. You know, in this run-up, he's looking strong, and his promos have actually been quite good. I just don't like the guy. I just don't like him at all. I just think he's very, he's very bland for me. Just no. He still needs to light a spark. He needs a manager. He needs a manager because whenever he talks, it's just I just don't care. You know, there's there's some characters nearly, like him. Nearly puts our accent to shame for this Yeah, island. but there's certain people, you know, like him and like if Mark Henry gets in a microphone, it's just that there's no charisma. Because it actually just shows you the difference in charisma for a place like you know Ireland, and the fact that you have such a different voice between Seamus and Finlay. Yeah, Finlay's voice, which I always consider for up here, is very gruff and rough sort of thing. Where Seamus is very well very high pitched <laughs> yeah <laughs> whereas Drew, like McIntyre, Drew McIntyre would be not as gruff as Roddy Piper yeah that, that kind of comparison he's a, he's a lot more smooth talking yeah exactly so he's but we'll get off accents and all <laughs> that sort of stuff right to be sure to be sure to be sure top of the iron and told you we do not speak like that here so if you're living in America and listening to this please never do that impression if you ever meet me and Chris <laughs> but uh we haven't really mentioned Triple H's side of this whole build-up. I thought his whole conversation with Seamus on Raw, just saying, you know, I can break you. I can break your career if I want to at WrestleMania. You can go into obscurity. It happened to me with... He didn't name Warrior, obviously, but that's what he said. It happened to me, and he had to build himself up. Because, obviously, we mentioned in the past segment, going through WrestleMania 1 through 25, the... He was Hunter Hearst Helmsley for two, and then he changed to Triple H to yeah. come back. But I think this match will probably end up being a bit of a letdown. Well, if the tri- unless Triple H pulls something big out. Well, I mean, you look at last year's and Triple H and Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean that was. You would have thought that would have been an amazing match. Yeah, plus the fact that he's working with somebody who hasn't got a lot of experience on pay per views. Uh-huh. So Sheamus has been on what was he? He's probably main evented what three pay-per-views most with the title <sighs> even then that's pushing it um, the only thing I think that could be a saving grace for this match is the fact that because Sheamus has been Triple H's protege and they've obviously sparred a lot no doubt together that they know each other quite a bit yeah. in the ring I think that could help it but how much is another thing I don't know it's it's a match it's one of the it's you'll watch w- it but you mightn't really into it. Yeah, it's one of the matches that I'm not really anticipated for, I'm not really uh, invested in with the likes of some of the other matches we'll go yeah. into later on, but uh, realistically, I can't really see Triple H losing the Seamus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the one thing as well I think is it should have been some more than just a singles match. 
there should have been just a wee something extra added to it. Yeah, there needs to be like a number one contenders match or something like that. They've mm-hmm. never really had that in WrestleMania. Aye, you know, that's that's another thing about Sheamus is he was WWE champion and he still hasn't got his rematch clause, and they've not mentioned it since the night after the Elimination Chamber pay per view. But ugh, not that we really care. You know, we support Finley, we don't support Sheamus. Yeah, well, I'll, I'm going to go with uh, Triple H for the win. I think I'll go for Triple H as well. I can't say it lasting a, a long time. I can maybe only say it lasting about 10 minutes there. 10 about minutes 15, most very time. most, very most. Radio, well, the next match, which I'm sure you're going to love, because one of your favourite superstars in the world is in this team, R-Truth, oh, and John Morrison... What are they called again? Oh, what was it? It was like the Black Knight and White Shadow, or something like that, or is it the other something? Oh. Other way around, the White Knight and the Black Shadow, something like that. Think of a word that sounds like knight. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> PG, PG. Uh, versus Show Miz, the Big Show, and the Miz. Oh, wait, sorry. Let me rephrase it. The Miz. There we go. That's better. Yeah. Um. Oh, Chris, don't let me die. I'm <laughs> looking forward to this. The only bright spark out of this is John Morrison, really. Uh, well, the bright, spa- the bright spark in it is, I think, the fact... I'm very much a Miz fan because of his mic work, not so much his in-ring work. But I think it's good that, considering last year they got bumped from WrestleMania because of Kid Rock, that they've both got the opportunity to actually be on the card now. Yeah, but that... That happened the year before, didn't it, as well, with, I think, the tag belts? Yeah, that was Carlito and Primo. Yeah, so I have a funny feeling this could I get I pray bumped. it doesn't. I pray it doesn't, because the tag titles deserve to be on the pay-per-view. You know, the, I, you know, the Intercontinental hasn't been defended on WrestleMania for ages, so... Yeah, but there's know. no women's championship either, or well, Davis championship. Well, at this moment in time, yeah. we do this, but uh, there'll no doubt be some sort of a women's match, which all hell will break loose, but enough with that. Now, this is another one that I, I went up probably saying early on about uh, Punk's protege coming out. This is one I could probably see... Uh, Danielson? Well, well... Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I'm in the old ways of knowing him before that. Yeah, see Daniel Bryan because he's another one that, you know, obviously WWE with him being a 10-year pro, um, mm-hmm. I could see them investing quite a lot in that... Um, that fact. Yeah, in that fact because... I think it's the week after WrestleMania, all the NXT um, the rookies th- they get voted mm-hmm. for. So I could see maybe him going and putting a big stamp on something because right. then, sure, he's been beaten by the Miz. Mm-hmm. You know, the Miz beats him down, and then the Big Show after he fought the Great Khali came down and slammed him yeah. and looked and walked off. So what mm-hmm. better way to play it is for him to come out and help John Morrison and John Morrison say, you know, like those two say, "Here, kid, I like you." You know, yeah, blah blah. The thing I think that would be very interesting to come out of this is if Daniel Bryan was to cost Miz the match, obviously making Big Show and Miz lose the titles. Yeah. Then leading into a rivalry, proper rivalry, not just on screen on NXT, you know, pro and rookie, a proper rivalry between Miz and Brian over the United States title. It would be interesting the fact that, you know, he's only a rookie, yeah. yet he said, I want a shot at your belt. But then it could be the case of what WWE is a heck for draft. 
there yeah. could be an NXT rookie draft, whereas our truth one could go to the Miz and Daniel that, Bryan could I, go to our truth. That would be a nice wee spin to it. So it would um, whether or not WWE will think that logically is another thing. Yeah, but uh, the draft isn't the main thing, obviously, on the cards at the moment. Again, this is going to be a match. You'll probably, like you said, for John Morrison for his acrobatics and all that yeah. sort of stuff. I'm sure our truth will be able to pull out his usual spinning elbows and jumping kicks and all that sort of stuff. Which Big Show will fly over the top rope, a la Undertaker. Yeah, he'll do a suicide. <laughs> he'll do a suicide, suicide dive. dive and hit yeah. a cameraman. Show suicide dive. <laughs> oh well, at least he's not dressed in a big diaper versus Aki Bono. <sighs> uh, I'll probably go with what we've been saying. With there'll be some sort of interference with. Brian, yeah, that'll cost uh, Showmiz the title. They're the only two rookies I can think of that, that would, would be that would be personally invested, in, and WWE would invest time in WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, I think I think Daniel Bryan will cause them either that or um, either that or maybe a bunch of rookies will come down, you know, to just something, yeah, like that. something like that, because this will be the only time you'll see them all at WrestleMania, so whether yeah. the WWE want to see what the well, crowd reaction to, is to them yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly, see what uh, the crowd reaction is, get them on the biggest pay-per-view of the year that will have the most buys, Yeah, and number one, get people interested in the NXT show. Yep. You know, it's the perfect way to eventually get ratings for NXT. Well, that's what I think will happen anyway. Well, unanimous for John Morrison or Truth then, even though you're not a fan of our Truth. No. But <laughs> the next match, another favourite of Chris. Oh, it's John Cena, isn't it? No, it isn't John oh, Cena. Oh, sorry. We'll get to John Cena now. Yeah. <laughs> Is Vincent Kennedy McMahon versus an unquoted quotation marks or whatever they are I'm putting inverted my commas inverted commas yeah. I'm putting my fingers in the air and you know doing yeah, the quotation marks just making bunny rabbits bunny rabbits <laughs> um, versus Brett the hitman not so hitman I've hurt my leg I've not hurt my leg heart <laughs> what what why <sighs> see he's speechless you have so many good wrestlers that aren't on this card that deserve time you have certain. You have the WWE Hall of Famers. You could do a Piper's Pit sketch. You could do so many different other things rather than doing this. This, uh, this will be the train wreck of the night. It, Bret Hart can't really wrestle due to his concussion and all that kind of stuff that he suffered many years ago. Or he's going to have a big problem with Lloyd's of London. Yeah, but Vince McMahon isn't the most technically sound wrestler. Mm. Of the, in the world, you can't have somebody who can't really wrestle against somebody who isn't physically able to well, wrestle. That, that brings up the key point in the fact that they've made it a no holds barred match. So they'll try and focus on Brett'll, you know, like take him outside, whack him against the post or something, all that sort of, you know, hitting off everything. There'll not be much technical. I just, I'll. S- See this match has been extremely short. No this will be a match that if it goes on too long, will send you to the land of Nod. Yeah, it'll be, and uh, the point is, it'll be put probably at that time of the show. If you're watching from the likes of the UK, it'll be a match that'll probably make you want to go to sleep. It'll be that point of the show 
where you're just getting a wee bit tired. But uh, there won't be ha much happening in this match. There'll be a couple of minutes at most. And I can just see it being Brett beating Vince up for the couple of minutes, hitting off the ring post, hitting off the table, getting back in the ring and then just putting a sharpshooter on him. I can't... Uh, <sighs> I can't see Brett selling. I can't see Brett if Vince punches sure, he Brett. Could hardly, he could hardly sell the supposed broken leg. Yeah, but he couldn't sell whenever, because Batista didn't spear him, because he couldn't fall to the ground. Batista had to do other stuff for him to fall to the ground. Which is difficult enough for Dave. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but it's a case of like, whenever Shawn Michaels fought Vince McMahon, you had somebody who was technically able to carry the match. Easily you know, Vince just match, stood yeah. there and, you know, like, got uh, the... the dummy. <laughs> yeah, got, the, you know, his muscle and fitness thing around him, you know, like, got the elbow drop from that there. You know, whenever he was against Hulk Hogan, fair enough, Hulk Hogan wasn't In the, the most... shape at that time. Yeah, either. but he still, uh, he he was still, still could go it. and do this and that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Bret Hart will not. Bret Hart will not sit on the night's table and take a leg drop from yeah. the top rope. Oh, or the, that, top, the top of the ladder. Not that Vince would try that. <laughs> no, from the top ladder, oh, which yeah. he did in WrestleMania yes. 19. But I can't see that happen. It's a match for me that I don't understand why it's there. Uh, whether it's something that they said, here, Bret, will put you on WrestleMania so the fans can see you and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's a nostalgic thing for me, yeah. but for all the wrong reasons. Mm. See it's, it has been one thing I've been happy to see him back at least on TV one last time well one last run I was never a big fan of the character but again after all the years of hate and so on and so forth and the many years of every time they were in Canada playing the music and he got that wee bit excited about will he won't they and of course not, but you couldn't help yourself getting into it. It's nice to see him back one more time, but there wasn't the necessity for them to physically have him. They could have done so many things differently. They could have brought they, they could have simply merged it into the John Cena Batista match. But we'll obviously get to the John Cena Batista match later. There's just there's no need to because there'll be perfectly good matches on this card that will miss out on time. Yeah, but then they could have had something like Bret Hart managing the Hart Dynasty against See, the tag team that would have been uh, against the tag team of Vince McMahon's choosing. Yeah, Goldust and Cody Rhodes, for example, <laughs> or you know, yeah. but Vince McMahon could have picked somebody else. Um, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of who he could have actually picked. Mark Henry's not in their pay per view. He could have picked Mark Henry in MVP, for example, mm. and then they could have had those two. Because that would have played off it. again with Mark Henry um, being in that gauntlet match that Vince had with Cena and Mark being really regretful and all that sort of stuff. But Vince saying, "Well, your job's on the line." Yeah, but you have something like that that could uh, translate into those two maybe altercating with each other but your main focus is on the match you mm -hmm. know fair enough the match may have not been brilliant but anyway at least um, I at think you want you would have wanted it to have at least been memorable and it probably won't yeah it'll be a Bret Hart standing over Vince McMahon and then next on to the next match yeah well I think I think for all the wrong reasons Bret Hart will win I, yeah, I'll, I'll Bret, say Bret will win I think or it'll just break down into madness with Everything just them just being like Brett's beat up Vince too much and they can't finish the match or something. Oh, like said it'll be something ridiculous, but yeah. as I say, it'll be remembered for all the wrong reasons. It'll not be remembered. It'll not be a WrestleMania moment. 
Yeah. But WWE will plug it as that. They'll try to, but it yep. won't be. Well, next match is the match I always look forward to every single year at WrestleMania. And that is, of course, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, speaking of which, whenever we were talking about Shelton Benjamin, um, it was on WWE Superstars. He's been in four of the five, four of them. so he has we been. Wondering, yeah, yeah so he's he been the most um, um, of the fair uh, play to him. Fair uh, play to candidates. But I shall run down the participants as we are doing this because there's still the debate of will there, won't there be a tenth man in Kofi Kingston or not. But uh, here we go. Give me egg. <laughs> Give me lucky egg. Nobody in America will understand that unless they've seen Cool Runnings. <laughs> so go check it out. It's very funny. Um, we have Captain Charisma, Christian. Yay. Yay. Versus Mr. Perfection, Dolph Ziggler. Yay. Versus the big red monster, Kane. Boo. Why boo? Yeah, well, get in. <laughs> we'll Carry get on. Them. Okay. Versus the gold standard, Shelton Benjamin. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good. Yay. Versus Jack Thwagger, the <sighs> all-American, American, 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 American. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, the record was skipping. Yeah. Um, versus MVP, Montel Vontavious Porter. Versus the one who cannot die, Matt Hardy. I forgot he was in this. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> versus Airborne Evanborn. Yay. And finally, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's nothing against Drew McIntyre. It's just I haven't really watched a lot of his matches, so I don't really know. I haven't really been a fan of the character. Yeah. The whole I'm Vince's protege. Yeah. But you could see, you see who's going to be the. And if it comes spot monkeys, you know, you're going to have Shelton doing something wacky. Christian will do something crazy. Ziggler probably will do to put his name. Ziggler will have to do something to get his push renewed. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy. The only thing I can see Matt Hardy doing will be like a, yeah, a leg drop on top of or a side effect. Yeah. I can't, I can really see that. Having said that, going back to our Brett Vince match, I forgot MVP was on this, so you could have had somebody else who. I was thinking of a name there, and then it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, carry on, I'll think <laughs> okay, of it. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, I think the best thing to do is go through it person by person. Okay. And uh, rate the chances. We'll go from... Uh, go from our bad le- we'll go for our, We'll go for our least desirable and... Yeah, go from... Go up sort of thing. Per to good. Um, this is... We're talking... Uh, our personal preference on whether we like the person not on their chances... In the match, yeah. Winning. So we'll start with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I'm from Scotland, and I right. like doing a Scottish accent. Right. We'll stop it. I'm sorry. You're gonna offend people. <laughs> what? Well, Scottish people like us. Okay. Well, carry on. Okay. And fair enough. Make them like us more. <laughs> make them like us more. Drew's gonna win. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Drew's road to getting in this match has been very stupid for his character. And the fact of, you know, yeah, he's undefeated, he's undefeated, he's undefeated, and then he loses to Kane in a qualifier. That's wiped off his record. He faces Matt Hardy. He loses that match to get in it. That's wiped off his record, and then he finally has to beat a jobber to get in it. That that doesn't help matters. No. 
it really doesn't. He's the Intercontinental Champion. The title that meant something years ago. And he's got beat week after week. And then Vince is like, yeah, you're going to face a jobber and you're going to basically guaranteed to go to WrestleMania. I don't, um, I don't really understand it. I can't really see Drew winning it. Um, I can't really see him winning it because I don't think he's there yet. Um, mm. For world champion, I but what we'll do is we'll discuss the characters yeah. and then we'll go through um, whether we think they're going to win or not. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So next is Evan Airborne, someone I like in ring style, but I'm getting fed up with the whole yeah, I'm going to do the, do the peace sign up to the people and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, do like his entrance music though; it's nice, but. The thing I think about him is that if I do not see a shooting star press off a ladder, I will be deeply disappointed. He's only in this for the ha- for the spot. He's only in this for being a high flyer. You know, like somebody who'll take the risks and jump from the top of the, mm-hmm. you know, the top of the ladder onto somebody. Or I could see you it know, being either him or Shelton that does like big crazy outside dive on the top of everybody. Yeah, but he's not in this to win the match. He's not in... Evan Bourne will never be world heavyweight champion, ever. He could be mid-card. At best. I see you. He'll be a tag team... He'll be a tag team champion will be probably the highest of his career. Mm. He'll not be Divas champion either. But, there we go. Spot monkey for the match. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Next is... uh, Matt Hardy. <sighs> the thing I think about Matt is his career is in its autumn and he needs to pull something huge out the bag to have a chance at all of ever getting anywhere near a world title. Matt Hardy and Kane are very similar in the fact that they're getting very, very close to in my over the top in my opinion the of they're being, being very close to outstaying their welcome. Yeah. You know, they, they don't Kane, offer... Kane's closer to that. that they don't offer an awful lot. You know mm. Matt Hardy will do, as we've said, will do a twist of fate from somewhere. Yeah. Matt Hardy is not Jeff Hardy. If this had yeah. been Jeff Hardy, he would like, have had I him. like Matt. But the simple fact, sadly, is, and we've seen it for years, is he has always been in Jeff's shadow. Yeah. Because he has not been... Not that he's not been crazy enough in matches, because he has. He's jumped off the ladders and all that sort of stuff in TLCs, etc. But he hasn't got that extra dynamic to his character. But do you look at the accolades that Jeff Hardy has? Jeff Hardy has won <coughs> World Heavyweight Championships. He's won Intercontinental Championships. He's won, you know, Tag Team Championships. Yeah. The highest Matt Scott is US Champion. Yeah. He's never ECW, been ECW, but that no. yeah, but that doesn't really count. I mean, uh, Flip, if I was in ECW, I probably would have been the champion <laughs> for a day. Jack Swagger was champion. I look at Mark that. Henry was champion. Yeah, Ezekiel Jackson was champion for like about a minute. All right, the only man that made the ECW <coughs> championship credible. Well, one of a few, the few being John Morrison, CM Punk, and then Christian. finally is Christian. Yeah, they're the three that made that belt half credible. But uh, no, I just don't think that. Again, Matt Harding, <coughs> excuse me, Matt Harding, Kane are only in this for 
the big names. You know, they've been around yeah. a while, so their names Matt more recognisable. Because he's meant to be the ladder specialist, like Jeff was in the tag team division. I would say that John Morrison would be more of a ladder specialist nowadays than oh, yeah. Matt Hardy would be. Mm-hmm. You know, but Matt doesn't have the body anymore to do it. He Kane certainly doesn't. Kane and Matt are probably on the fall apart. Their bodies are probably falling apart now at this rate. Yeah. So, Matt Hardy... Kane is not the Undertaker. Yeah. Simple as. It's the same as Matt isn't Jeff. Yeah. They're the, they're the second Both option. <laughs> yeah, they're brothers, so they're to speak. Brothers. <laughs> one real, one not so real. But yeah, Matt Hardy in it today is usually just a fate, side effect, leg drop, something like that. Unlikely to win it. In my opinion, unless WWE miraculously changed their mind, but I very much doubt that. Considering in the special edition of WWE magazine, he's not one of the twenty-six special covers. That tells you something. But Jack Swagger is, and the Miz, and uh, Bret Hart. <sighs> you know, right? We'll someone, move on. If someone who can wrestle is on the yeah. We'll move cover, on, but know. we've covered Bre- we've really covered like Kane and Matt Hardy there. Yep. So next is MVP Montel Vontavis Porta. I used to have great hope for this guy. Yeah, I was I was the same. Him and Mr. Kennedy, whenever they were around, were two. two ones a couple yeah. of years ago, you were just like, there's the future. <laughs> there's the future, and uh, it all went to pot. <laughs> Yeah, MVP was good again. As a heel? When, yeah, whenever he was in the started in the company and was having his feud with Matt Hardy, that was quite good. And then whenever I think his it was... Whole, I'm better than you. Yeah, whereas now it's ca- kind of a case he's been partnered with Mark Henry. There's not really a great deal of depth and yeah. um, personality to the character. You know, Because for me, the MVP I knew died... The second he did his first VIP lounge, after turning face, and after being a heel on planet, like, this is the VIP lounge where only very important people are, and people I like are here, none of you are invited. First VIP lounge after it, it's like, yeah, everybody's welcome to my VIP lounge, and you're all balling, and your heart just sank. <laughs> that, that sums up MVP. Whether they will ever consider him no. upper card material <coughs> MVP, is unlikely. MVP will be just another Matt Hardy. He had his chance. Yeah. Would you gone. pay to see an MVP versus, say, John Cena pay-per-view? Not no, at this well, stage. No, well, move on. No. <laughs> Not at this stage. Okay, no. fair enough. We'll take that as an exception. So, strike MVP off the list as well? Yes. Okay, well, I would. <laughs> From uh, one not-so-difficult strike to, I would say... One of the easiest strikes of the night is Jack Swagger. Oh dear! If anything, you would have you would have put Santino Morella in this just for pure comedy effect. Yeah, it would have been it would have been brilliant to have Santino in this. Yeah, Jack Swagger. Whenever he was in ECW, you know, um, fighting Christian yeah. stuff, some of the Christian stuff he was doing. Him half yes, some of the stuff he was doing was fantastic. Whereas now it's a case of this guy can't even get on Raw for five then, minutes. Yeah, but then he's in one of the most popular matches in WrestleMania. Yeah, this would be like if 
Jack Swagger wasn't on Raw and then you decided here what we'll do is we'll put him in the Elimination Chamber. Different thing with the Royal Rumble because yeah. you have to make up the numbers but you only have six people in the Elimination Chamber. You might as well just went, ah, sure, we'll pop them in there. Yeah, sure. Well, they did that one year with Chris Masters and Carlito. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, no, I just... Uh, Jack Swagger, it's sad to say because he had potential again. He'll do, he'll do something like... Um, he'll do like a... Um, Skip, you know, like he'll do like a, uh, he'll do something like that from the the rope. He'll he'll do like a suplex or he'll do like a body slam or something from the top rope. What I could see him doing is, you know, the way we've seen in years gone by, the ladders be in some way positioned beside each other, like and maybe in, for him to do the gut wrench like diagonally. Yeah, someone to be climbing up the ladder, him to kind of be standing backwards there, just grab their body, flip them round and down, sort of thing. That could work, but again, he's not going to. No, he's not. For me, there's win. two people in this that are more likely to win it. But uh, we'll get there. Next is the gold standard, Shelton Benjamin. You see, I like this is one. I like Shelton. This is one that I would like to see. Shelton is a great wrestler. He's vastly underrated. Mm-hmm. He's not used properly. He's not given the mic time. No, he's just you know if. <laughs> Stop doing this blooming guest host raw, and then you know have NXT is good because you have just sheer wrestling and that, mm-hmm. and it's good that he's a um, he's a, a trainer in that, isn't he? Shelton, no. Okay, well we'll edit that. We'll <laughs> no, edit we're that not. Then. No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> keeping that in. Okay. But uh, no, but he, he's somebody who's a good wrestler and. He's not given the chance. He's been around the company that Because it was nearly... It's Shelton's case, luckily, isn't bad, as bad as I think likes of Jack Swagger and MVP's downturn has. Everybody, back when Kurt Angle was still with WWE and there was team Angle, was like, Shelton Benjamin's going to be the next big thing here. Because he had the matches with Triple H. And yeah, went, and Rick and and Flair, yeah, two for zero, yeah. And he won that, and he had the matches with Shawn Michaels. Which oh, is yeah, the yes. famous him jumping off the, the top super rope kick, and yeah. the super kick. Yeah. Um, those matches were outstanding and would have been worthy for a WrestleMania match um, and a main event career. But the simple case was his mic work wasn't good at that time. It was like, yeah, I can beat you and blah, blah, blah. blah. No real And then Shelton's mama. And Shelton's mama arrived <laughs> and it all just went downhill from there. Yeah. And it was one of those things that you kept thinking in those sort of years after the mama, you were like, is he going to get released? He's going to get released every year, you think. But he started to crawl back and back and back each year. And some people argue that he's only kept for money in the bank. But if just given the time, he could be main event easily. Yeah. And he could be a believable main eventer because, yes, he isn't hugely tall. But he's got a fantastic build. Yeah. So he, he has. He'd be he'd be almost like a modern day Ron Simmons, yeah. so to speak. You know that they put the belt on Ron Simmons and WCW. That would be a fantastic thing for Sheldon having like Ron as a manager or something. Yeah. Obviously, stop Ron doing the whole damn and all that sort of stuff. But it's another thing. It would get a freshness to him and start getting him on He needs a purpose, really. He needs a purpose for being there. There's no point having somebody who's such a good wrestler and thinking, why are you here? It's not like he hasn't had title reigns either. He's had multiple IC and he's been United States. And he's been tagged. And he's been tagged. So it's not like WWE haven't recognised he has it. They just haven't put him in the proper 
area of being fighting for the main title, so thus getting airtime and getting the speech time. How they haven't put the time to him is the only thing, but we can keep saying that all day. Yeah, but that's one that I I would like to see. He's one of two I like that to, I would I like, like to, see. to see him as the, one of the possibilities. Yeah. Yep. Um, next would have been Kane, but we've very much covered Kane with Matt Hardy. Um, next is unfortunately another bit of letdown when it comes to WWE's creative, but a bit of a personal favourite with us when he was at least getting a good bit of TV time is Mr. Perfection Dolph Ziggler. What's happened to him? I have not seen him for... Superstars and off into obscurity stuff. <sighs> it's another shame. It's another yeah, shame. Yeah, it's another shame. You know, there's Drew McIntyre who's been on SmackDown and he's losing and stuff and then you have the likes of Dolph Ziggler who was having a bit of a um, storyline with Maria yeah, and they then actually, once that... They actually gave him you know, an on-screen girlfriend. Yeah. You know, they were actually properly thinking, and then where'd that go? Uh, he's one I would like to see. He's one that I would like to see win it, but if you're not even appearing on the show's mm. secondary brand, you're not yeah. really going to have much of a chance. Much of a chance. Because I think the annoying thing with this is, yes, the character started weak, and he got he was still conservative jobber, but then he got that push when he went to SmackDown. But the thing I found good about him was the fact that, yes, us as internet fans knew he was Nicky from the Spirit Squad. But if you weren't clued in with the hair change and yeah. all that sort of stuff, you wouldn't have thought he was the same guy. Yeah, where it was different, it was the complete polar opposite mm. with Kenny Dextra. Yeah, you knew that was Kenny. Yeah, you knew that. But, uh... I don't know, he's just... Again, he's he good, has the potential. He's got the potential, yeah. You know, put him in a match against John Morrison, and there's, like, one of your matches. That would be a decent match. Yeah, there's one of the matches, maybe match of the year candidate. And he's put even it, managed to have half-decent matches with Kane. Yeah. Or you, you put know. him in a match with Drew McIntyre, or yeah. do something like and that. Put him in a match with Shelton yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. You know, put him with the right people, it'll work. But... I'd like to see him. W- I'd like to see him win, but uh, unfortunately, it'll, it'll not happen it for won't. a good couple of years. Unless he can somehow get himself a renewed push, it won't happen for a while yet. Yeah. And uh, I can see WWE being the sort of people that won't give him the time and calling it quits. So I think that's another one for the dustbin. <laughs> yeah, for the dusty roads. <laughs> Finally. Your favourite in this match, I would think, yeah, is uh, Captain Charisma Christian. Realistically, for me, the only one who I could see winning it, I could see him winning being it. Very much up there, being one of the clear cut ones. Yeah, I could see if he was to win it, I could see him being the first person who cashes in, in on WrestleMania if Edge uh-huh. beats Jericho. Now that would be interesting. Just imagine that happening after the main event. We'll mention it again, obviously, when we get to yeah. the Edge match. But you could just you could just picture Edge's face if Christian's music hit. Because I wouldn't see him. <sighs> I couldn't see. Him we'll we'll talk about we'll yeah. talk about that later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I would like to see Christian win it because obviously he's been ECW. Uh, he really he's done ECW a good service. Yeah, I was going to say he really carried that brand whenever it was dead on his backside. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they weren't drawn numbers, but. 
at the end, there was there was, but there was the ladder match that Christian had with um, Shelton Benjamin yeah. the TLC. You know that was a that was a good, that was a good match. So the one, know, the one the one match that ECW actually got a good showing at a pay per view. Yeah, but here's another here's another veteran in the match who kind of still has it, can still turn on. You know, like will still be good on the ladders. You know, do his kill switch, uh, all that stuff, yeah. or the unpredators you prefer to yes. for it to be called. But um, yeah, the Christian for me will be the the bookie's favorite. Yeah, or the Vince vote for <laughs> um, the money in the bank. I you have to see him as the favorite in this, and he would be the. Even though you'd, there's part of us that would like to see one of the youngsters and you know considered not so favorites to go over in this. There's still a part of us who really likes Christian and feel he deserves proper big title but you, if you look at all the last monies in the bank the la- the only one that was won by a kind of up and comer was kind of Mr. Kennedy because yeah. Punk won it you know and twice. RVD <laughs> won it and Edge won it twice yeah. you know so it has rea- been the stepping stone yeah so realistically this will probably put Christian you know because Finally, obviously yeah. they've gone back from TNA they've East fair, I, I still consider that one of Dory's best reacquisitions. Yeah. Right. So on to the next. He's he's the favourite. I would say for me. Yeah. Same for you. Yep. So there you go. Um. Next. Probably totally wrong. Like it'll probably end up being like flipping Kian or somebody. Yeah. Or Drew or something like that. Um. But if it was either Christian Shelton Benjamin or Dolph Ziggler, I think we would consider ourselves happy. Yes. But more so Christian. Uh, next we have Big D of Batista, <laughs> the animal, versus uh, Mister. Does he have a nickname? Oh, I can think of a few, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he's no, not. M- Mister Merchandise he's is he's better known. The, he's not the Doctor of Thugonomics anymore. <laughs> uh, John Cena. Yay! Go WWE Championship match. <laughs> this uh, has to be for me. A bit of a dud. <laughs> yeah, it has. It, if turn if they their SummerSlam match was good, it was better than you expected it to be between those two. But since then, they've both had multiple injuries, and especially D of getting on. I don't think they'll be able. To I like what they're doing on. with Batista and the, the whole character's great. The character he has more of it's a the D of Batista. I liked back at the beginning. Yeah, whenever he was in evolution, yeah. he rap- was the beast of a guy. He didn't care whether you were good, whether you were bad. He was out for himself. Well, out for evolution, but then eventually progressing to himself. But uh, it's been great for him. It's just one that it's just one that I can't really see being a epically brilliant match, and it's one of the WWE. Championship matches of recent times that I have no interest yeah. in because there's two words there that are John and Cena. Yeah. I know fine rightly that John Cena will win it because because it depends where that where it's in the card. I do, cannot see, I can't see it going before. I mean, sorry, I can't see it going after Jericho Edge. No, Jericho Edge will be on last. It has to be. They'll, that'll be, be on last. last because of the feud for them. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, well, not really all the time, but the majority of the time the winner of the Royal Rumbles match will be on last. 
yeah, true. You know, because you look, was it, wasn't it last year, the Taker won it? The Taker, uh, no, sure, Taker was versus Sean last year. You mean the oh, year yeah. before? Yeah, the year 24, before. At 24, he was, was on last. Which him? Yeah, and then last year, who did he have last year? What do you mean? Who won the Royal Rumble last oh, who year? Who won the Royal Rumble last year? That was... <laughs> uh, oh, was it Cena? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Sorry, yeah. Well, Cena, sure. Didn't he come back at the Rumble? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah so his match was probably on last. See, we don't care about John yeah, Cena's details. Exactly, That's why it gets, wi- it gets wiped from the memory. No, but I, it's no interest. Cena will win, but I would like to see Batista Well, considering the we've seen the card for the event coming to Belfast, it kind of hints at that, at Cena. But uh, we know WWE cards are made in advance, but it'll be the... I could see it being the happy title match for the crowd, because well, this will we'll come on. This will come on before the Takers Michael yeah. match even. It'll probably go in the order we're going now, which is you know Batista Cena, and then obviously our next match. No, no, no. I could see this being Batista Cena, and then it being like the tag belts, and yeah. then being Taker. I could see this being the Taker be and be Michael's being. see the tag belts that high up the card. They yeah, but they whatever. normally do put on a match that nobody yeah. really gives. Yeah, the f- women's title yeah. last years have done that exactly. So, because um, the women's title was on before WWE title at WrestleMania 24, and that was the spotlight incident. Yeah. Um, whether we want it or not, I'll probably go John Cena for victory. <sighs> Sadly, yes. Yeah. Yep. John Cena for the win then. <laughs> oh, why? But. Uh, Next, we will go for Chris Jericho versus Edge for the World Heavyweight title. And I would say, between you and me, probably the match besides the likes of Money in the Bank for entertainment will be the one we're most looking forward to. I know we have, obviously, our final match, but I don't have as much interest in it as the year prior, so my favourite for the night will probably be Jericho and Edge. Compared to the last match we talked about, mm-hmm. this is one that you have two stellar competitors and performers, but you have also two people that you don't know what way it's going to go. Uh-huh. I could see it being Edge winning because I can't actually, off the top of my head, think of a person who's ro- won the Royal Rumble who hasn't won the belt in recent history. In recent history, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, since since say two thousand and one or two thousand at the very least. Uh-huh. Um, but. Don't don't hold us to that, but it's just rough. Well, from two thousand and one, I can safely say. Yeah. Two thousand and one, from uh, pr- from then till now, it's been pretty. Much it's it. pretty much it. I like Edge. Uh, I prefer him the way he was before he got injured. Mm-hmm. Jericho as the bad guy works a treat. I um, do. I do feel though. I I am in agreement with you in the fact that I loved heel Edge and. He's he did that for, for he's done that for a good few years. So as I do feel he did need this wee bit of just I just, I don't consider him full face. I just I have him in the tweener bracket. But it's safe but to it's say a wee bit of fresher. But it's safe to say that whenever somebody goes off injured and they come back, they're automatically a face. Because yeah, the fans are happy. Oh, he's back. And yeah. Because it was the same with Triple H. Yes. Back. You know when he went out with his first twice. quad. Yeah, twice. Well, yeah. he was healed both times. He went out with his quads. No, but because yeah, everybody was so happy. 
my goodness, Triple H is back. Yeah, but that, and then he came back, and then sure he had his injury. Yeah. He came back, and sure that's whenever he attacked Flair with the sledgehammer, which was another good thing. But yeah, that's um, beside the fact. No, I, I'm really torn in this one because I think they're we, both. We like ba- we like both guys so much. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see Edge win it because. The guy deserves a break. Every time he seems to have something go right for him, he seems to get injured. No, no pun on the Achilles tendon break there. No, I know it was. A, I know it's a muscle, so it's no, probably a but, break. But um, no, but it's it's nice to have Jericho back in the fold. You know, after him being and you predicted all those months ago last oh year, yeah, it was yeah. Right October time that you said, bet you Jericho will be in the main event. I got it sadly wrong and said John Morrison because <laughs> I was looking. It was looking strong back then that John Morrison was going to go well, but it kind of cooled off. But you, you've you predicted it to a T to get Jericho as the champion WrestleMania. Yeah, I just think I don't really. It's not that I don't care who wins it, but whoever does win, it, I'll be happy with the outcome. They're two of the favourites, so it's win-win at the end yeah. of the day. For me personally, it's like I said, it's nice to see a bit of fresher edge, a wee bit of a change of character. Um, not to have this as a prolonged stage. In his character, he will need to go back to proper rated R soon enough down the line. But for me, I'm probably going to say Jericho after this whole spear shenanigans, and I'm not going to go into the saying spear numerous times. Spear. No. Uh, I will. Oh, speaking of which, sorry. sorry. Yes. I would like. I would like Edge to win it for what I said earlier on for Christian then come out and then to set yes, set yes. up an Edge Christian feud. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho maybe feuding with the likes to say John Morrison. Um, the only so other the only other thing I would say is yes, it would be pretty neat to see Edge win the title and then Christian's music to hit and the shock on his face like oh my goodness, his meant to be brother yeah come out and be like yeah I'm gonna face you for it now. And I'm going to become world champion, but I think another interesting twist would be, um, nearly like WrestleMania 10, um, with Hogan. Oh, WrestleMania 9, you mean? And my mouse not working tonight, is it? No. Um, when obviously Brett lost to Yoko, yeah. Hogan came out and yeah. beat Yoko, in the sense that Jericho beat Edge somehow, some way. Jericho manages it. And then Christian's music hits, and Edge is like, "Ah, this could work." And then Edge screws Jericho, and that's Christian when the title. All right, so you mean like, um, say Jericho's won it, and he's stand there, and then Christian's music hits, and Edge is stand there. Edge spears, spears him, him, looks at him, and then just and just nods at Christian. Yeah. And Christian. Is so either way, we don't care who wins it, as uh, so we do, both don't care who wins <laughs> it, and we. We don't care as long as Christian comes out. Yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah, would okay. work. That would work. I yeah, think that's fair enough. That would, that'll do. That'll okay. do. We'll go with that. So uh, somebody to win and Christian so, to come somebody out. Somebody to win and Christian money to come in the out. Bank. I'll I'll be choosing if it, that if our dream doesn't occur, I will be going Jericho to win. You'll be going to Edge to win. Well, I'm wearing an Edge shirt. You're wearing so the Edge shirt. I'll go Edge then. Uh, Just for the sake of argument, I won't go into the shirt debate, but you know. Uh, and I suppose we have to then move on to maybe, maybe not. I doubt it being the final match. If they didn't put Rock Hogan, which had more yeah. things than this, there's mm-hmm. no way. Plus the fact that last year they didn't even put it on last. Last year they should, or sorry, 24 they should have put yeah. Flair Michaels on last. Yeah, and the age old debate has been, 
a title needs to be last. Yeah, because then it kind of just urinates and all the because then, people who've held the titles before. As, as everybody knows, it's Taker versus Michaels Part 2 at WrestleMania with so many stipulations to read out, it's not even funny. <laughs> well, we have <laughs> no disqualification. We have no count out. We have streak on the line. And then we have Michael's career on the line. So, this is, again, it would be against the debate of put it on last. If Michael's were to lose, it would be, oh, sad. Michael's Yeah, retired. but you can't really think of re- many WrestleManias that have ended on a bummer. Yeah. You need, you know, like, if this was to go on at last, you would Send need to have... Home, yeah, you would need to have Undertaker win, because you can't have the fans going, ugh. Yeah. And then Shawn Michaels, you know, because then what are they going to do? Are they going to have like an, you know, like a similar to Ric Flair? Are you going to have a, a raw ra- after or something? Yeah, but then it's going to be all, you know, it's going to be all manufactured. It's not going to be a case of yeah. Michaels going, "I'm retiring now." See you um, later. See you later. Uh-huh. You know that kind of thing. For me, this is the match that has had the best promos and the best it has build up for two uh, years. Wrong. Yeah, bar. The Chris uh, Chris Jericho Edge match has had very good stuff. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but this is one that as soon as you turn Biggest on Raw, and one of the longest I think build-ups for feuds in recent history, because obviously years ago you had six months to a year build-up. Yeah. Whereas this one had a good couple of months build-up to the first match last year, and it's just carried straight over into this year. Yeah. And because. Uh, like they started building this one at the Slammies last year or earlier in the year sorry um, for obviously their end of the year awards and all that malarkey um, like I've said I'm not as interested in this as I was last year but I think the adding of the career versus streak has just got a bit of my interest back in it but with WWE and stuff, career-ending matches don't really mean a great deal of stuff yeah. because then it'll be a career-ending match, and then he'll come <laughs> back. Uh, he'll come back as the Rocker, Shawn Michaels, or he'll yeah. come back. You know, there's uh, there's WrestleMania Seven. We talked about the Macho King Randy Savage was retired, and then the Macho Man Randy Savage came back. You know, how many yeah. retirement matches has Mick Foley been in? How many retirement matches has Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair been in? Uh-huh. And because. Uh, I've, I could I would nearly bet the house on it that uh, it won't be his last match even if he does lose. No. He'll, he'll have... He's even voiced it that he would maybe do a match a year. Be Mr. Re- Mr. WrestleMania. But so the Undertaker said that as well. Mm. So... I, it's another it's one never, of... Never take anything serious when it comes to retirements in wrestling. It's another one that... Um, they're both all-time greats, both Hall of Fame bound, no doubt about it. Both are great um, workers. They are both just fantastic, um, actually, on the microphone and wrestling ability. I hope Undertaker doesn't do his dive across the top near wreck himself I, like he did I, last I year. I honestly can't see him doing that again. He won't want to He will do it, but he'll, he'll make sure that he has somebody there with a big... You know, a like, big cushion. <laughs> yeah, like a, a baseball, big, huge a baseball, baseball bat, mitt. What? Yeah, baseball mitt. Baseball mitt. I don't really. I think the Undertaker will win it. Um, it's because it's why? 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 What why would they would have you to accomplish in making him lose it now? Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be lost, lose it to an up and comer that is just on that brink. Yeah, but I just wouldn't see the reason to let Sean take the streak. 
uh, Undertaker has had is had this streak. It is the key thing they always play on now, and it's the one thing I see that is the last real thing in wrestling. Is it's up there? It'll never be replicated. No, not in the modern era. It will never be replicated. The only reason it is still there is because I do the respect for him, for the character and the way it's been played at Mania has gone by so you have to beat me yeah I'm the man to beat at Wrestlemania you know fair enough they could make him lose it and then he could have a you know like there is that shock factor there of him because they're all again they're already talking about doing a rubber stamp you know like a rubber match yeah you know you know best out of three that kind of thing but again internet's full of rumours so you take it with a pinch of salt you take it with a pinch of salt Fair enough, if Undertaker wins, it'll still be a cracking match. Mm. I don't think it'll be as good as last year, no. because this will be another match you'll, you'll expect an awful lot from. Yeah, cause like Quite rightly, like like because you have two veterans in uh, there. You know, like, if it was Triple H against Undertaker, you would demand an awful lot if it was Chris Jericho yeah. versus the Undertaker. You know, yeah. For me, I'm, I'm the same. Like, it won't live up to last year, because last year, as was said... We watched it live with a group of people, and the amount of fun and laughs and crack that went into that, and just in the lead up when they were getting ready to do the promo video, you know, flicking the lights on and off, oh, Undertaker and blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. the Pyroman better be careful. This <laughs> the Pyroman better be careful. Yeah. They don't want to set Undertaker on fire at WrestleMania. No. But everything that happened last year is going to have something to live up to. Personally, then, I'm still going to stick with Undertaker and Sean to call it a day for at least a wee while. Yeah, because it did last year. So, as much as I love Shawn Michaels, I don't think he would accomplish much by, apart from having some bragging rights, by beating Undertaker. So, I'd plumb for the Undertaker. Yep. Again, I don't really mind who wins it, um, but it's it'd be nice for them to keep the streak intact, and that would basically be the Undertaker's legacy because he hasn't had an awful lot of championship reigns uh, neither Shawn Michaels that sadly, much but you know but sometimes a man doesn't need a title to make yeah some are better chasers than they are holders exactly so we'll sum this up quickly quick final run through just to remind everybody of who we've chosen first match Ray CM Punk both Ray yep Second match, Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase. You're going Ted. I want Ted to win, but I'm going Orton. Triple H, Sheamus. Both Triple H. Yeah. Then we have Show Miz versus John Morrison and R-Truth. We're both going for Morrison and R-Truth with the interference. Yeah. Brian, uh, or Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. See, it's hard to get used to. It is. Um, then Bret Hart, Vince McMahon. A complete other cluster bleep. Uh, <laughs> cluster muck. <laughs> a cluster muck. Um, Money in the Bank Christian Dolph Ziggler Shelton Jack Swagger MVP Matt Hardy Evan Bourne Drew McIntyre Christian for both Yes Yep Okie doke um, Batista John Cena Another Do we really Care Unfortunately We're going to go John Cena yes Oh no I'm going for Batista Well you want Batista I want Batista to yeah. win I think Cena will win But I want Batista to win there we go. So Cena to win, but wanting Batista to <laughs> destroy him and wipe him off the face of the earth. Please. <laughs> uh, Jericho Edge. Uh, I'm going Jericho. You're going Edge. Yeah. Um, and then if we can get our wee 
funny happy ending with Christian coming out yeah that'll add to it then finally Undertaker Shawn Michaels Both Undertaker to keep it yeah there we go then so that's uh, Wrestlemania 6 covered in around an hour and ten minutes and that's, that's so not we, bad we actually <laughs> were able to cover Wrestlemania 1 225 in, in less sh- time in less time then we that's have awesome. one pay per view that's good but um, yeah we just hope you've enjoyed um, our little review and um, obviously hopefully you're hopefully you're all a good few you at least are listening to this on Wrestlemania night yeah just to add to the fun yep. of everything um, because I know probably by the time this gets posted we're going to be getting our Wrestlemania party underway exactly so um, before we go we'll just like to say if you are listening to this and in the wrestling mood head over to Ministry of Slam uh, what we'll actually do is we'll actually set up a forum uh, a topic there for Operation Retroshock yep. uh, put in your views there of what you thought of this little bonus show uh, again we don't um, we're not going to say what we're having on for the main um, show in um April, uh, had to think there. Um, well, we are not 100% sure yet um, because we have a few things in the pipeline trying to get uh, a couple of people on the show, uh, sort of few um, odds and ends out. Uh, well, I'd like to thank our good friend Matt Howlett. Yep, yeah, we'd like to say that. Yeah, um, for our awesome intro music. All the guys over at Pop Culture Network yep. um, for their continued support and promoting the podca- podcast. Um, obviously, if you're uh, into your action figures and that kind of thing, you can go over there and check out that new toy smell, uh, My Master's Universe Chronicles. Oh uh, dear. And of course, if you're wanting to get any toys, comics, video games, you name it, they've yeah. got it, go to the PCN store, Killing Enterprises. He will sort you out big time. <laughs> he will indeed. But there's also the forums there, bunch of great guys. So uh, if you you know you want to join there, you can maybe find an elusive toy you're looking for, or maybe some things you forgot about uh, that the guys over there review. But uh, uh, and of course, uh, if you're into your comics and want a quick rundown of anything 80s a very good friend of the show GMZ talks serial geek yeah you would have heard you would have heard his um, little promo there so yeah go over that it's well worth it Um, I think issue 6 is going to be out about uh, May or June time I I think it's probably June time May or June time yeah so I mean best stock up on the older issues um, have a look through that there also there's his um, poster that you can get there so just go over to serialgeek.com and there's certain um, little buttons there you can click on and stuff but, uh, but I think with that I think uh, we'll call it a night and uh, just listen to this on Wrestlemania night and get into the mood and uh, I say with that enjoy Wrestlemania yes so I've been Chris Finn I'm Alan Price. Thanks very much for listening. See you later. Yeah, cash money, heroes, private jets, polish.